But it is Wednesday, the 31st of August. Welcome to TDA, the day after your favorite news platform and the home of the culture as defined by the culture. And of course, you've got very lit people in here with great personalities. I am one of your hosts, the Shade Queen. Someone called me something in the group the other day. I forgot. Crap. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. This is going to be a long... Sorry, guys. I'm, I have to do this because I was meant to do it yesterday as well. It was a very good, good name he gave me. What was it? Crap. Sorry, guys. Mm. There we go. Iron Man. I'm going to call myself the Iron Lady. <laughs> no. What? That's what he said. He said Iron Man. Yes. That's, that's not a good name. No, he said... <laughs> let me read you the whole company. He said... <laughs> Esther really been an Iron Man. She hasn't missed an episode. Mm. In context, it makes mm-hmm. sense. But I'm going to do Iron Lady. Okay? So I am one of your hosts. The Shade. Yeah, but what is um, Margaret Thatcher. Thatcher. That's my girl. But like where's, where's the correlation between Iron Man and not missing an episode? Babes, don't read too much into it. Don't make a scene. <laughs> um, I am one of your favorite hosts. In fact, I'm going to be adding Maggie to it now. Your favorite Shade <laughs> Queen. The Iron Lady. Not Thatcher. The black version. My royalty. How many episodes have you missed? I've only missed episodes when I was on holiday. How many episodes was that? <laughs> that was a rocky time. <laughs> <laughs> you said that was a rocky time. Why was that a rocky I time? Think... Oh, that was because of the whole situation. It was a whole, yeah. I think I probably missed three episodes where you saw what moved when I was on holiday. Mm. Yeah, I oh, think so you, I only oh, missed so like you, two or three. You only missed three. Like, Period. In a, in a... Okay, I had one food poison. I was literally, my life was yeah. hanging in the balance yeah. that day. <laughs> And that's it. But do you have like an attendance list? Yes. And who's the highest at the moment? Yeah, but you're you're not finding up right now. Yeah, Stephen has it. I beg you, ask him. No. (laughs) (laughs) Stephen has it. Yeah. Damn. Obviously, he needs to have it because (laughs) (laughs) they said the contract negotiation next year. Hold on. The thing is, if you really okay, in the top of my head, I reckon it goes you as the most attendant. You then me. Then probably Margs, Eman, and Koi. Yeah, to be fair, I think Margs was doing the best. But then, yeah, yeah. circumstances. Even though I started later than you guys, I've, I've caught up. I'm not even I don't know about that. You Actually, no, no. Yeah. Okay, cool. Wait, wait. How many episodes did you do before I joined? Not that many. Not that many. Yeah. Were we at least, we weren't, on, we weren't even on 20, were we? No. No, no, no we were 20. No. Okay, quite, relax. It's, it's quite, we might have been on 15. He wasn't. It's quite as kept. I'm actually... I we went I'm, on I'm, less than I'm 10. second in attendance. <laughs> no, I've, on I've only ever missed when I was on holiday. That's it. That's the same with me. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but you, you've been, you've been yeah, on a lot of holidays. Yeah, you've been on holiday. You had COVID mm. after your holiday. Yeah. You did a lot. Brent, that was an assessment. Ask Stephen to give us this. No, we need to know just for the... Um, if I'm not number one, don't bring... Don't bring no, no, you're, you're, you're number one for sure. <laughs> I better be. Yeah, you definitely... If you've only, lost, yeah. only yeah. missed three episodes, then... Yeah, because you... Yeah, because they weren't really recording. Because I thought I was going to miss I've bare missed, episodes. I've, I've, I've missed... <laughs> what, five? Yeah, you yeah you were basically gone for a week. Yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah you said we are leading yeah, back. Yeah, man's missed quite a lot. <laughs> quite a few. <laughs> Obviously, Koi's missed a whole bunch. <laughs> and Mark's, Mark's is catching up. Mark's missed a whole bunch as well. Yeah. yeah. But it's not Mark's fault. Though. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm yeah, not definitely. Not. Fault, I'm just saying. Yeah, but it's not his fault. But I'm competitive, so I'm not great. Like for me, it's just the numbers. Yeah, mm. I think you should give a prize to the best attendee. At the end of the year. So me. <laughs> He's not. We've got four months left. That's a long Listen, time. Anything happen? This is true. No, nothing. Four months is a long time. Anything can happen. I didn't say anything bad. You, you might get a good opportunity somewhere. 
true. Wait, that's wait, amen. Wait, amen. Wait, amen. Wait, amen. Yeah, okay. But you know what I was saying? Hey, what did he say? He's blowing you off. I said you could get good opportunities somewhere. You go to where? Wow. No, I mean, no, no, wow. you lost her. You lost her. You looked at her for <laughs> opportunity where? No, wow. but I meant, I meant, why would it be a better opportunity today? That's okay. what I mean. Okay, fair. No, I didn't mean that. Where she's not going to be here at all, but she can mm. miss a few days. But like, I could okay. have something, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. But I'm so yeah. competitive. I come here for 30 minutes if I have to, just to make sure my name is on that signing <laughs> signing sheet. Yeah. All right. Let me do my intro. Uh, second she best didn't. in attendance. Big man use. <laughs> That's it. If you're going to do attendance, you need to do fourth best. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm third though. Nah, I, I still think Mugs. Mugs. Nah, I think Mugs is heavy. Still. Mugs, Mugs to be fair, some... I, I, think it's, I think it's tight between him and Mugs. Not yet. I think maybe by next yes, week. Uh, have you asked Stephen? You think I'm doing this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we can, the conversation's happening now, Steven bro. Is compiling this particular list so that we make sure that you guys don't claim nonsense. Okay. I'm not going to be sharing <laughs> this with Joe. Oh, damn. Oh, you're not going to share it? No. Why? I don't need to. You know, I can just go and count the episodes I've been on, right? Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> That's so funny. And they call me man, pro black activist, TDA producer, news analyst, melanin jam packed. Period. Always. Mm-hmm. Iman dropped a fire pick on the Grammy says, you see it? Thank you. Thank you. No, I don't think I did. Oh no, it's it's, it's a he I told you went to the wedding looking like the groom. <laughs> so oh yeah, no, I've seen the I've seen him in the wedding clothes. Yeah, but he actually put like his picture up on, oh, on the gram. Oh, check it out. I love it. I have to try and support TDA in of every course, way. Of course, of course. You know what I mean? A correspondent. How was that supporting TDA? Listen, what if Eman's going to go to any event? <laughs> well, he's at his support. Man said, I went to a wedding. I'm here to support TDA. How? But it's funny, though, because he always meets people that listen, that watch the show. There you go. That's it. That's good. There you go. No matter where this man goes, he always will meet them, which is good. That's, That's it. it. Giving us good PR. We'd love to see it. What's that? How's everyone doing today? Yeah, I'm cool, man. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I can't, is it Thursday today or Wednesday? It's Wednesday. Wednesday. I really thought it was Thursday. Mm. Oh, that's very sad. Oh, that's but a shame. You got an extra day. Yeah. I'm aware of a guest tomorrow. Who? Did Benson, Benson, remember. I thought it was Friday. Who's the guest? Oh. Wow. I know who the guest is. What do you mean? Oh, is it? I wasn't told. Yeah. In the ladies we talked about last week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. it was Friday, oh, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, say, isn't yeah. the lady we talked about last week? Ladies. Yeah, it's Friday, but. Ladies. Friday. Who's the yeah. guest? I'll tell you after. Oh. They're really cool. Yeah, cool ladies. It's Friday, yeah. Are they ladies that I know? No, you might not. No. But again, what they do is sick. I bet you text me then. Oh. <laughs> I bet you text me then. Um, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, so. Yeah, same. This is all good. Oh, you lot are lying, man. <laughs> no, we're not. Head. Come on, name off the top of your head. I actually can't. <laughs> They're not like celebrities or anything like that. Though. Yes, they are. Really? Just put the name and just send me the name. What's no, but I, I, I don't mean like in terms of entertainment celebrities. They're not like. If you don't, don't start texting them, I'm going to start. Putting secrets out right now. What <laughs> secrets do you have to put out? I'm going to say the real reason why Koi is not here. I'm, I'm going crazy, bro. Send me the name now. <laughs> what are you doing? This guy. You still get extra 20 minutes sleep. You know what I mean? And it's over dealing with. We're going to get my 8 o'clock start time. Listen, you better hope I don't sleep. Appalling. You better hope I don't sleep. If I sleep, this is what you get. This is why I hide you for, nigga. Let it rip. Let it rip. And coffee. And coffee. Send me the name now. Did you have coffee this morning? Yeah. Do you usually have coffee? <laughs> it <Yeah>. depends. <laughs> no, most days, most days when I come in here, you know I'm mad tired. Yes, why are you awake today? Because I, I had I slept decently. And then you had coffee as well. Yeah. 
He's Send me the name, man. You're on crack. I can't remember the name. No, you're, no, I feel like you're not doing this. You're doing the whole Mark thing again. You're doing the whole, you're doing the whole you know TP thing again. Crazy? I'm actually sending the truth. You know what? Let me, not, let me promise find you. it. Let me try and find Brent, it. Brent, who find the person it. is coming? Just tell me, just send me a text. I will, I will send you a text. Brent, wait, wait, wait. The, the Do you guys want to know why Koi is really not here? <laughs> They've been lying for weeks. Oh, she's on a secret project. <laughs> oh, expose the whole thing, bro. I think this is a joke. <laughs> this guy's a terrorist. <laughs> send me the name Where's now. Where's the link for the YouTube day? I'm confused. There's too much going on in this room. I've, I've DM'd it to the... Oh. My internet coach. To the community. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. This is serious. Mm-hmm. Damn, you still you need to, you need to why do my go network, back to not sleeping. Why, why the my network? Why don't you just put it on? <laughs> I don't see it. You people are messy. They want to share the secrets. <laughs> <laughs> you seem to be rather disruptive for someone who was late this morning. <laughs> <laughs> you know who that is, Gin and Gist. <laughs> Where's the message? I don't see it. Oh, dear. It's in the, it's in the um, network. I don't know how to get to this private chat. Oh, it's, it's like the one that's got like a little dialogue kind of thing. You should have messages on the side. It's right next to your the bobbleheads. Bobbleheads. Yeah, that one. So you see here is the next one up. Oh, yeah. I don't see a message. Oh. Hmm. Do you see a message, Esther? Yeah. Okay. Okay, Esther, just WhatsApp me. This is very simple. Listen, <laughs> I do not remember these right, ladies' pass. names. Yeah, but you just you just sorry. I'm talking about the link. This is a link to the YouTube. What are you looking for in there? The link to YouTube. I'm already on the YouTube from the time. Yeah, what are you looking for in there? The name of the the, the guest. It's, he didn't put it in there. Why would he put it in the multi networks? Isn't that what you just said? No, no. He, I was asking about the YouTube link. Oh, this is very chaotic this morning. This is chaotic. talk and listen at the same time. So no one's gonna send me the name of the guest that's coming. Yeah, we can't say. Man, you just send it to him. I'm trying to find it. That's crazy, yeah. It feels like Yusuf has put on, on a timer. In it. And if we don't this one, then bomb's going to go off. No, but you are playing games with me. You got us, like, under pressure. You're not playing and games. And I don't even know the people's names. You're not playing. Of course you none do. none of us are playing games. Of course We're you do. We're not playing. So you don't know the guest that's coming on Thursday. I don't, because no I'm... No one in the room knows. So when they walk in, what do you say to them? Hey, 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 you. you. Just send me the name. Let me, let me, let me Iman is working on it. Oh, I'll yeah, tell wait, them what Quaid told us. to me. <laughs> Guys, ask ask yourself ask yourself why there hasn't been a proper statement about Koi. It's been bare. Oh my! It's, it's been bare. It's been bare. Like you know what I mean? It's bare timid. Bare like skirting around the issue. Oh man, things have been getting down, man. No, Yusuf, sorry. Actually, it might be this is ridiculous. Yeah. And why can't you find it? Brent knows. Brent just sent me the I'm name. Trying, what's, what's happening right like, now? Is it you can't say it out loud just in case that it falls through or something. I know. Just send me the text. He's All looking right, for one, it. One I second, genuinely second, do not know. I don't know what's going on. Did you email it to me? Annoying. Was it like a WhatsApp? Huh? Wait, was it email or WhatsApp? (laughs) What's it? The DMs. This might be my Insta DMs. Dear me, this is so ridiculous. (laughs) How is this so ridiculous? You don't, you know who the guest is. Let me take my phone out and find it because I'm, I'm switching the cameras right now. You know who the guest is, though. If anyone knows, sitting here with his phone in his hand. If anyone knows who the guest is, is Brent. Yes, I do. Yeah, but he can't say it out loud. Just WhatsApp me. He's trying to switch the cameras. See, okay, because le- I see. I bet you right now, yeah, the camera's even on me. All right, talking. put the camera on me. I'll just keep talking. You just take. It. <laughs> ah, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. We don't want you to keep talking. If that's the whole point, and you can send him the. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm really looking forward to meeting them. They're very lovely. I don't know. You can't forward. Y'all messages are messy on, um, in the on Insta, isn't it? Somebody tell us. Sorry. You can't forward messages on Insta. Definitely, that's so dangerous. <laughs> that would be the most dangerous thing ever. 
you know what my fear on Instagram is? <clears throat> you don't even like uncles and aunties who don't know how to use phones and shit. Because <laughs> you got under pressure. I'm, I feel under pressure and I don't even know the people. Like, I'm actually telling the truth today. Are we going? Yes, it's in the um, group. Sorry, guys. You guys will not get to know the secrets. They were ready. They had the pen and paper ready. <laughs> ready to screen record. <laughs> you got it? <laughs> Have you sent it, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Should we get, get on with the show? Yeah, can we carry on with the show? <laughs> yeah, let's carry on. Oh, yeah, you guys are doing it, yeah. <laughs> Carry on with the show. Actually, no, no, no. I haven't done my whole thing. Three rules, guys. <laughs> Three rules. Like this video because I know you're gonna love the episode. Subscribe to the channel. Like this video if you want use it to real secrets. Yeah. Once the subscribers go up, but hit 5k. Subscribe to the channel and also join our community. So community.thenewblack.com. So you guys know. So we have a, a TNB. A, sorry, the new black community. The New Black Network, sorry. So that is community.thenewblack.com. But within this network, we also have the TDA community. And this is where you would get to watch the show live every morning with us because we've got some people who are here at the moment with us. Big up them, trying to get tea. But um, yeah, so you would be able to watch the show live and also get involved with the day after instant reaction, which will be topics and kind of just instant reaction after we after we drop the episode, basically. Um, also some really, really cool stuff on there. Brent is up in the production. And that will be shown, that was shown on... Tonight, right? When the video yeah. comes out. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. So you see all that great stuff. Um, yeah. So join the network. The sorry. Community.thenewblack.com. Is that it? Yes. Iman, anything else to add to that? Uh yeah, just in terms because <clears throat> like I mentioned yesterday, some people find it difficult to actually join the day after um show. Yes. So remember, people, there's two different parts to it. So you've got the entire uh, the new black community that you join. But then if you go to the menu on the top left, there's like three horizontal lines. Hit that, go all the way down to shows. You see the day after. Basically, this is where every single different show, different offerings that's going to be coming out of the new black are basically going to be on the app. So go to the day after, go there. Then you should be able to see um, about where it says basically join. Yeah. You should see the rotations and the day after. Join the day after. Also, some people find it difficult. I think everyone, to be fair, um, to actually join the actual group via the app. So you may need to do it on the website. It's like Esther said, community.thenewblack.com. Go straight there on the website, join, and then you can go into the app and enjoy everything that comes with it. Okay, nice. Let's get into our show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just like I was gonna ask you something like you seem to be good to good to show, but I was so scared what you might say. No, I thought like, you I thought you know doing like a prank or something. No, 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 no. Yeah, I got PTSD from that last time. <laughs> All right, so our first headline is uh, basically an update on Priti Patel's situation with the asylum plan. So plans to fast track the removal of Albanian nationals entering the UK via small boat crossings have moved closer after Priti Patel met with Albanian police. Monday's meeting was part of two days of talks on the sharing of forensics and biometrics to clamp down on anyone entering who has a criminal record in Albania. Patel and the Albanian Minister for Interior Affairs, Bledi Chuchi, signed an agreement to tackle criminal gangs trafficking people from the Balkan country across Europe to Calais. Specialists from UK and Albanian law enforcement, intelligence and operational teams will help to agree the final details of how frontline teams 
will operate to tackle the influx of Albanians across the channel. Figures released last week show that 2,165 Albanians were recorded as arriving in the UK by small boats between January and June 2022, compared with just 23 detected in the same period the previous year. According to the Home Office, Albania is a safe and prosperous country and many nationals are traveling through multiple countries to make the journey to the UK before making spurious asylum claims when they arrive. So yes, that's uh, the first headline. The second is something homegrown, basically. And this is a development that's happened in Edinburgh. So Edinburgh will apologize for suffering caused through the city's involvement in slavery, while statues, street names, and buildings associated with the trade will be re-presented to explain the consequences to the public. City councillors on Tuesday unanimously accepted all 10 recommendations made in a report on Edinburgh's historical links with slavery and colonialism, the result of a review set up in 2020 in response to the Black Lives Matter movement and chaired by Scotland's first black professor, Sir Jeff Palmer. Palmer said the council's decision to accept the full recommendations was very significant and a civic apology was another move towards redress. An apology doesn't buy bread, but it gives another form of sustenance, he said. It's about feeling that somebody has looked at something and recognised it was wrong. They are saying to you, the person offended, that they regret what has happened. Even though many people say we weren't there, it wasn't our doing, we all have responsibilities. We are responsible for what happened in the past because the past has consequences. We can't change the past, but we can change the consequences of racism. The report outlined that statues and other parts of city architecture celebrating people who made money from the suffering of others Mm. should not be removed, but reframed in order to educate future generations. So yes, that's our um, headline. Okay, well, uh, what you say in topic of the day leads into, follows on from that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So might as well get into it. Okay, so today's topic of the day. Question is, is the tide turning? Has the UK turned a new leaf? Should we push for this, this being what I just spoke about in Edinburgh, mm. in other cities in the UK? So, um, just to kind of expand and give us something to discuss. Do you feel like this is like um, another one of those empty gestures to satisfy black people in 2022? Do you feel like they've done much? Is this a happy compromise on their part? Do you feel like they haven't compromised that much? Because, um, you know, like the headline says, it's not like they're removing statues. They're not, you know what I'm saying? They're not doing any of that stuff. Yeah. They're just kind of re-presenting, as they would say. Yeah. Uh, Or do you feel like, Black people should be happy with some type of progress made. Mm. I'm torn. Mm, okay. On one hand, I think that what is the point of apologizing? That like what's the apology gonna really do? Right? What's that? Yeah, I feel like what's an apology gonna do? But on the other hand, I'm like, it's good to be able to acknowledge mm. that this happened. Mm-hmm. So the idea of reframing, I like that idea, mm-hmm. but at the same time. Mm. It's in line with the Caucasian brand, mm. which is rewriting history mm-hmm. to make themselves look good. Because if we reframe, if they ref- not even we, if they reframe these things, mm-hmm. are they really going to? That like, is, is it going to be a thing where when we talk about um slavery and stuff like, well, I don't talk about it anymore, you know, because we've we've done this. This is the gesture we've done. So stop bringing it up. Because even now, 
Mm. Even when people are still going through racism and stuff like that, mm. and you bring up racism mm. that's so apparent in a situation of like, no, everything is about race. Mm. So imagine when they then turn these statues into something quote unquote positive. I feel like they're going to be writing history, and really, will the future generations actually know mm. the depths of the evil that was done? I think that's a very good point, you know. Very good point. Because one thing about the whites, mm. they're, going, they're going to do good PR on their name. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're going to yeah, do. Yeah, that's true. I hear what you're saying, but I think. Slavery is too embedded in, you know, society and culture for it to be forgotten about. Yeah. Because of these gestures. Because so, remember, they don't they don't teach us slavery in school. Mm. So everything we know about slavery is just from, I guess, you know, the average person yeah. on TV. Yeah. Someone just mentioned it somewhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. not like there's any attempts for us to actually have that in the forefront yeah. of our mind. So well, it could be easily forgotten. Right now, you know, it's not as been forgotten. Obviously, as generations Go and go and go. We pass and go. Then, sure. But would you rather the statue stay up? Would you rather the street names, you know, remain? Or would you rather them be gone? Honestly, me, perhaps, me, me personally, yeah. um, I'm indifferent. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, I, I really feel as though white people should do what they want to do. Yeah, I don't think we should force them to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. personally. But um, that's just that's just me. Yeah. I, I understand the sentiment. Yeah, that, you know, I think it's a good gesture. Mm-hmm. I like you. I'm indifferent. I don't. Really give two shits to be fair, but honestly, um, but I don't feel that doing this gesture will is them trying to. Okay, I guess it's them trying to do positive PR, but I don't think it will now make generations in the future forget because a lot of people don't even know what the statues are for anyway. Yeah, mm, that's true. A lot of people don't true. know that why the street names are called what they're called. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll pass a statue in the street and don't know why it's there. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel that knowledge is present right now. But, but do you feel it's, it's almost like a museum then? Because a lot, a lot of people don't know what's in museums. Mm. But there's a place where I can go to and find out. Mm. So I could also go to, I don't know, this particular place and see Cecil Rhodes' statue. Yeah. I can go to this particular street and see this particular street. Yeah. And and inquire about these people and know that they did so-and-so to, to my people. I hear you, but I don't feel like in this generation, I don't feel like we get our information from museums and statues. Mm. We get it from the internet. We get it from films. We get it from media. So as, as long as films exist about mm. slavery, as long as programs and articles and you know things online exist, that's where we get our information. I think I don't I don't feel like it'll be forgotten. I don't feel like street names and statues really have played a part in slavery slavery remaining in the forefront of our minds. I don't think it has mm. personally for me. I mean, like, <laughs> I think it's more so you know how we consume information today, which is the internet media. But a lot, a lot of I, I think you're 100% right in terms yeah. of how we consume the information. Yeah. But I think that's the initial step because it's kind of like anything that you're kind of interested in now. So yeah. you're interested in, I don't know, music. Yeah. You may hear about it on the internet, mm. but then you do your additional Google's mm. research. Yeah. You may even turn up to the person's show. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So in a similar thing, there are people there who are kind of, kind of like they're proper <clears throat> patriots and, of this country yeah. and, and, and feel as though all these people, even though these people were, were scumbags and terrorists to us. Mm. They're heroes to them. Mm. And so if they can find out about these particular people and then just just take a bus ride up to a particular place yeah. and kind of just show honor to that particular um, person, mm. it's still there. You know what I'm saying? So even though, yes, it's not in our face and we don't inquire about who yeah. this person is, yeah. it's still there and it's free. It's not like but going th- to a museum. Therefore- Based on what you're saying, then you would you would want the statues to go then? Not necessarily, because I I I I don't live my life thinking about those particular things, yeah. right? And also because I don't necessarily feel as though 
white people should do something. Like we should force them. To, my basically, my whole priority is doing for self. But do you think this has been forced upon them? Yeah, it's a response to BLM's recommendations. Okay, okay. So if BLM didn't say anything, yeah, it's probably still there. Well, still there. Yeah. what's what's the lesser of two evils? Having it up there or taking it down? <laughs> I, I, and and we're taking it. Okay, cool. If BLM have requested this, would mm-hmm. would say what would say no look look like? No, we're not taking the statue down. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be yeah, that? That'd be, yeah, that'd be worse. <laughs> but I think though, even them take. I think if they took it down, like yeah. me talking about rewriting history, that's a perfect way because there's no. Basically, say we would just be in our minds because again, they don't teach you at schools. Yeah. It's a f- information that you get if you're black, you know from family, yeah. whatever, <coughs> from your history. But white people don't really know about it. Do mm-hmm. you get what I mean? So if they take it down, whereas some white people might have been like, oh, what is this statue? Who's this guy? And Google it, whatever. Mm, yeah. There'll be, I feel like that's a form of education to people. Do you get what I mean? If you take it down, you mean? What yeah, that, mean? that that is a, is a loss of education, of mm. people knowing, of that knowledge. Also, and you think I'm, that's a good thing? I think that's a bad thing. Okay. Because okay. I'm saying that that I think that would even help them do better PR mm. if it's taken down because then there's no evidence really yeah, exactly. that this thing happened except the black people saying and it's like oh they're going to play in the race yeah. card again. Yeah. I hear you but I don't, I don't feel like taking these statues down is going to make people forget about slavery. I just, I just can't. I, I don't think it. it will yeah but I think this because I think people still like people still um are discriminated against like there's still racism in society right? Yeah. But I think having that statue there, for me, it speaks to what the country is. Mm. Do you get what I mean? So I think that if they took it down, because already, yeah, our, our racism is denied. Mm-hmm. Like, even when something is so clearly racist, people are like, if it's not black people, they're like, oh, you're playing the race card, blah, blah, blah. So I think that if you take that, if you take the statues down, I just feel like it just gives them a, a, a better chance to... Mm. Just not be not be accountable because really and truly, if they really want to make good gestures and really go forth for these things. Mm-hmm. Return the the things that you the treasures and stuff that you stole from other countries as well. If mm-hmm. we're really active, we're gonna clean house. Do that as well. Do you get I me? Mean? But mm-hmm. I think with this, obviously, they're only doing it because they've been prompted to do it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, those statues will re- remain there for generations and generations and generations to come. Mm-hmm. So this whole reframing stuff that that's probably their way of we don't really want to take it down, but we can't say no yeah. outright. So okay, let's. We're refraining them, so it's a, it's a way yeah. to educate people. Mm-hmm. Are you really going to? Because you don't educate people in school, so mm. why would a random statue? I just thought these were random statues. I don't. I honestly did not know yeah. there was real people behind the statues. Do you get what I mean? Mm. So I think, yeah, I don't know. I just think that racism in this country is denied. There was a whole report. I don't know. Was it the year of COVID or something? 2020, 2021, mm. when there was a whole report mm. published saying Britain is not racist. These times, Meghan Markle's singlet was being torn by the, <laughs> the last thread possible. Do you get what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. So this country already denies racism on a level that I think that even taking, taking this down, for me, just thinking in the mind of a racist, it's just like, oh, like, what are you talking about? That was the years ago. It didn't even affect you. Even when mm. um, all the stuff happened with George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, all that stuff, and people were here marching, mm. the news, like people on, like the news presenters were actually saying, they don't understand people are out in the streets marching when it's America's problem. Like, yeah. there isn't racism here. Yeah. Like, are you crazy? So, mm-hmm. yeah, man. I just think it gives them better PR if they, take, if they take it down. I think they should reframe it and they should have a proper... You know when they sometimes on the statues they've got like a yeah. little description? Mm-hmm. Slave owner. That's what you need to put on there. <laughs> but the thing is, yeah, like, as black people, like, what do we want? Because I see people complaining about... Um, you know, slave movies, whenever a new one yeah. comes out, mm-hmm. another slave movie. Like, 
do we want to be reminded about slavery? Do we, want, do we want it to be in our faces? Do you want it to be in our curriculum? Or do we want it to be forgotten about and not mentioned? Because I see this argument a lot from the time. Oh, yeah. another slave movie. You mm-hmm. know, you had Django, you had yeah, but it's... this and that. Like, black people don't actually want slave content. Like, they don't want it. Because you know what it is, yeah? With, with the slave movie one, I think it's a different argument because it's like, it feels as if that's all we're, we're good for. Mm. The actors, a lot of black actors that win Oscars and stuff. Mm it tends to be for some kind of oppression and trauma. So mm-hmm. it just feels with that, the, with the movie stuff, it's like, this is something that traumatic that black people have had to go through. And it's like, the only time we can get these recognized awards is if we're again, like just reminding that trauma. So I think it's just a reminder of the trauma. It's exhausting. Do you get what I mean? Like I don't watch slave movies anymore. Isn't... Django, it took me a while to watch it because mm. it's just a, a consistent reminder. And I think- But isn't the statue a consistent reminder? It is, but I think that it, that can serve a different purpose. Do you get what I mean? Like, mm. the statues have been there for, for as long as they've been there for. Mm. I think if they rebrand them to be a thing where it's, it tells the truth of what, why the statue is what it is, mm. it's different to, like, movies being commissioned every single year mm. of that trauma. Do you get what I mean? It's like, that trauma is already there. Mm. We know this is that, but it's like when you're trying to find a new a new entertaining way mm. to portray slavery, yeah. it's just like, mate, Mm. It's tiring. I think that's what it's like. I don't think black people want slavery to be forgotten about. Definitely not, because mm. we're still like, in all honesty, we're still kind of going through the effects of slavery to an extent in, in terms of racism we face every day, right? Mm-hmm. Institutional, institutionally and all that kind of stuff. But I think we just don't want to be reminded of that, reminded of that trauma, especially because it seems as if like that is when millions is sold in in blockbusters, and mm. that's when they make they they do like they hit targets that white romantic films were hit but mm. it's like we have to do slavery films mm. to to achieve those things and to get those awards yeah. I think that's what people are very it's just very draining mm-hmm. to continue just to continue seeing basically I, I, I get that um, point as well me personally I'm I'm like I'm not fed up with slavery movies you're not <laughs> no you're not really you're you ain't fed up nah not really because I, f- I feel like black people haven't seen enough because when I look at the average black person's behaviour yeah, but why? You act, why you act do I, like you've been why, friends with these people for? But why years. do we need to see more? Because people are not angry enough. People ain't doing it. What do you want us to do with anger? To motivate you to to want to do for self and not to rely or look to people who have treated you ex um in a particular way for four hundred, five hundred years. We act as though every single day something's going to change. But these movies are being made by white people. Yeah, then let's let's do it ourselves. Let's do the research. We've, we've got great historians Jordan, doing the same remix of Get Out. <laughs> we black, can't black, black people ain't finna make no slave movie, boy. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, but, 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 but maybe that's the problem. Then maybe we should do it from our perspective. Why? Because, because there's so many. Remember, remember, slavery wasn't just, um, I don't know, just a period of time where people. It was just one particular thing. Yeah, people had families during slavery. People had different struggles during slavery. Yeah. there's so many different ways you can you can tackle and show black people during that time period, so people can actually. Understand because I feel as though the average person just thinks we were slaves from this year to this year, and that's it. They don't understand. Like the average person hasn't read books on slavery. Mm-hmm. Average person doesn't understand the effects of it. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel as though if people did know, you would see the world differently. But I feel that's, like, that's but what I, I feel think. like the type of movies you want mm-hmm. are not being created and won't be created. But why can't we create them? But what kind of movies you, do you no, want then? Who's we? Like black people. Black people. This, okay, this, because you're saying the white people are making them, right? No, what I'm saying is, yeah, white people are making them. The mm-hmm. type of movies that you want, I don't believe that black people 
want to make slave movies. And correct me if I'm wrong, has mm-hmm. any, any slave movie that's come out that's been directed or produced by a, a, a black person? Um, Nat Turner, the one on Nat Turner. Okay. And, it and, was... and that was more towards what you're saying, right? Yeah, because Nat Turner was a hero. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if we did more of those type of... Funny enough, even today's um, Wellness Wednesdays is kind of linked to this. But if we did... It will make sense. Now you remind us about slavery on Wellness Wednesday. <laughs> it will yeah. make it will make sense. It will make sense. Yeah. So yeah, what, what yeah. I mean, sorry. How many slave movies has there been? Uh, loads. And we've only got what? Not, the natural one is the only one that you uh, recognize. That's the like, first thing that comes to mind. Which has been, you know, obviously Natural was he's the guy who's he's, he killed slave owners, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He tries to uh, spark a rebellion. Yeah. So that's the only movie I can think of that is, I guess, in our favor or putting mm-hmm. us in a Trump foot type of light. Yeah, that's and, one. And, and that's, one the, that's one movie, and <laughs> no, no, but like you're saying, you're saying that most of them, if not all, are done by white people. Yeah. But if black people have an opportunity to tell our own story, but what is our story? No, but what, what I'm trying to say is, I don't think that that's what we want to do. But but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But my 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 thing is, why is that? Why is it that people don't care enough? Or, no, or I don't think or, it's about not caring. I feel or like... are not interested enough. Then I just think they don't. Have, I think it's. Yeah, I don't think it's about. It's just about not caring. Because you know, because you remember, I'm I'm not suggesting that we just make slave movies for an entire four years or something. Remember, we make films about different things all the time. I know, but I know it, Why like, does one have to just stop? Yeah, because because you know it's because basically, yeah, mm-hmm. with other markets, they get to make films about like love and mm-hmm. and nice things and holidays, even flipping. Yeah, pets. we got like, movies about trauma and like we, slavery. It's just cons- like consistently trauma. Consistently, it's tiring. Like we get, to, we get. That's why sometimes people have an issue with Tyler Perry because it's like mm-hmm. show black families in love. It's not every day the man is cheating, then she finds out, then she bleaches his clothes, or then she's got HIV. Like, just do nice things for black because black people do live nice lives. But he's he's one person, right, who makes the same film. I'm yeah. not suggesting we get a black director and ask him to make the same film. Yeah, but how many? That opportunity is not available to everybody, though. But but that's but that's what I'm saying. But yet we're still saying we don't want to hear a particular thing, and that particular thing is being told by white people about us. Yeah, it's, but- it's kind of like us being uh, sending your school um, your children to school, and the only um, information they hear about uh, slavery, colonial, uh, colonialism, um, and all the black heroes that yeah. you know helped triumph, right? It's from white people. Like, there's only certain things you're going to hear. Yeah, but I think that that's easier to educate your children than it is for me to break into the, movie, the film industry and then direct and produce a movie and all that kind of stuff. Because even look at a lot of actors, mm-hmm. I even spoke about, I think, Viola Davis recently, yeah? Mm-hmm. So even she's talking about how like she's typecasted mm-hmm. because of the kind of black woman that she is. Do you get I me? Mean? Yeah. So it's difficult for them to be as actresses and actors to make it as it is. Mm-hmm. How much more to them be in a position of power where you get to then like produce a film and get it commissioned and be able to be to have in like different cinemas. Even look at Tyler. Tyler Perry's been doing this for years. Yeah. And look where he is now. But he's not he's not been doing it longer than anybody else. Anybody else? Like like if you if you look at the the work of let's just say I'm not you know for sure shade um, anybody at all, but people like um you know the previous generations the Denzels of the world and like these people have been making films longer than Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry came in with, with a particular goal. He made films in a particular way. We may kind of disagree about how good they are. I like Tyler Perry films. I'm there you go, right? Games. But still, he had a goal. And he said to himself, I want to be self-sufficient. Yeah. I want a black studio. Mm-hmm. If everybody had the mindset he had, right? Yeah. 
from the time they were starting before him, the millions they made before he made his first hundred dollars, um, right? Yeah. How many black studios would there be? How many different ways could we tell our story? Yeah. So we can't necessarily, like, for how long will we say, uh, we're not in a position to do this? Um, it, it's difficult for us to do this and this, that, and the third. And there's only a selected few of us being selected, this, that, and the third. I don't think, I don't think that's a problem. I just think they don't want to make those type of movies. You don't think black people want to no. make them? Yeah, I don't, I, think, I don't think they want to. I think black people are in. Listen, there's powerful black people within media, within film, TV. Mm-hmm. They can do what they want, trust me. They don't want to make that, that type of content. So, okay, so why does it come out then? Why, why is it then when white people want to commission those movies, yeah. you still get those black actors doing it? Because they're getting paid. And it's, it's, and it's a job. It's to a act. job. That, it's yeah, a man, job. It's a like, job. They're getting paid to do it. That's why they do it. But, 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 but film actors turn down films all the time. Of course, yeah. So, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So they don't have to do it. It's, it's, you can't just say it's because of the money. So what was because, it because of? Because, no, but I'm, I'm, because maybe they actually want that story to be told. Who? Those black people who are it's involved in the film. It's a no. job. It's a job. I don't wait, think it's wait, as simple no, no, as what no, you're me, saying. No, give me a specific example. So for example, Jamie Foxx, in, he, he was in Django. Uh, Django. Django, yeah. So you're, do you think Django, the story of Django, do you think that paints, paints us in a positive light? What happens at the end? Yeah, I, I can't remember really. So he didn't beat the man up or something. Yeah, and, and he escapes with this woman. So he? you're saying Jamie Foxx wanted to be in that movie because he wanted that story to be told as opposed to he just wants to get paid? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Because if it's not him, it's somebody else. No, but what I'm asking you is what is, what's the story of Django? I'm asking. The, the story of Django is this slave, right? Um, his, his woman gets taken from him. Right? Yeah. Um, he goes basically on a mission, I guess. Yeah. Uh, with the assistance of another guy yeah. who also wants a particular thing. Yeah. Eventually he finds his woman, yeah. tries to free her. Yeah. Successfully free yeah. her, and they go off into the. So space. is that is that is that a story that you want to be told? I wouldn't mind seeing it. Yeah, because the because the black man won in the end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's that's why wouldn't Jamie Foxx want to be in that film then? But but it's still about slavery. That's what I'm saying. And if black people are doing it, I themselves, think I'm lost in your point here. I, I was responding to something you were saying. <laughs> what would you say? My only point was I don't think black people want to make these type of movies. And then you said, but why are there black actors in the film? And I said because yeah. they're being paid to do it. And then you said. Yeah. You, they want their stories to be told. So I was trying to ascertain what stories you're referring to. And you mentioned Django. Yeah. And you're saying that... Um, okay, Django was a positive one. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So that's, okay. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's why they want to be in it. If, if there's a black person in a in a negative movie, mm-hmm. they don't want that story to be told necessarily, but they're getting paid. That's why they're That's in their it. job, yeah. What, what, what's... Um, oh, you know the black woman with the short hair? Viola Davis? No, no, no. Um, she's dark-skinned. She's African. Oh, um, Lupita. Yes, Lupita. That film that she was in, the, the one that got her the the, the claim. Yeah. Right. That, that's that's that, that's not um just because of money. Like like those those films. Yeah, but you're, yeah, but you're talk, yeah, but you're talking about positive. You're talking about the movie that you see as, see as positive. No, but I'm talking about the that negative ones as well. Break. I didn't yeah. think she was thinking this is artistic. I'm gonna go for it. That was her big break. So, so you think if a film like that came up today, since. you think if a film like that came out today, she wouldn't be interested in. Yeah, but her wanting to be in the film because it's art, that's not contributing to your point, though. No, it is. But I, I'm basically saying, because you're saying that people are doing it because of money. That's the reason why they do it. That's one of the reasons, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but money, like, is, is going to be some factor in everything. Yeah. But what I'm basically trying to say is, it's not just money. It's because people actually want to be in those roles oh, because oh, they no, can easily turn it down. Yeah, but that's obvious. It goes about saying that's what I'm saying. So if it is a case that they are fine with being those in those roles, yeah. how can we say they don't want to be in those roles? I didn't say they want to be in roles. I said they don't want to make the movies. I'm talking about directors because you so talk- you're talking about directors. Yeah, now. because you're, okay. you're talking about um, Tyler Perry. Yeah, yeah. Your whole spiel about that Tyler Perry to me mm-hmm. was saying how he is an executive 
who has yeah. his own studio, he makes his own films. I'm yeah. not talking about actors. Okay, I'm talking about, about directors, directors producers, okay, cool. writers. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. I don't okay. believe that black directors sitting at home thinking, mm-hmm. okay, what's my next move? Let me do a slave movie. But if a studio, a Paramount or Fox, mm-hmm. have a slave movie and they want to cast actors in it, yeah. the actors are going to be more inclined to okay. do it because okay, it's, a, cool. it's a job they've been offered. Yeah. Okay. Uh, to, to personally, again, this this is this is the beauty of having your own studio. This is the beauty of wanting to do something for self. Mm. You have the choice. You know what I'm saying? Look at Steve McQueen when he had the, that series on BBC. Like, he was telling stories that many people didn't know. You, the whole Notting Hill thing, the whole um, mangrove, um, you know what I'm saying, um, uh, situation. The whole situation with the, um, with the police officer. Yeah. All these, the names of the films that yeah. always escaped my mind for yeah. some reason. But basically, the point is, we were able to tell our story from our perspective. Yeah. It wasn't somebody else writing the script and white people yeah. doing this, that, and the third. Yeah. It was black people doing it. Yeah. And me personally, like a lot of us, especially today, we're, we're lazy. We don't get our education from real sources. None of us are reading books. And 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 not none of us, but you know what I'm trying to say. Because not you know, a lot of us. You know what it is, man? You're talking from a perspective of someone who's very, 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 very pro-black. Mm. Most people aren't like you. Most people don't wake up every day and want to read about slavery. Mm-hmm. I want to read about the plight of black people. I want to read about the struggle. They yeah. don't, bro. That's not the truth. But you're talking yeah. from a specific mindset, and right? and and this and is that's why... not of the majority. That's of the minority. Exactly, and and exactly, and this is what I'm saying. I think that that really is somewhat of a problem because what we are then are just reactionary. But you know, it is. I don't like fighting things. I don't. I know I'm not going to change. And I understand what you're saying. And it's, it's noble and it's ideal and it's grandiose, but it's not going to happen. Most people are too busy dealing with their day-to-day struggles in their life to be now finding books about slavery, bro. It's on the truth. It's, it's not necessarily about finding books about slavery. It's okay, just books, about okay, anything books, that's relevant to yeah, us books, going content, forward. content, literature, whatever it is, content, yeah. right? Most mm-hmm. people aren't waking up and seeking out... They're not seeking out the information. If it comes to them mm-hmm. in the form of a movie, fair enough. But most people, most people, mm-hmm. I believe, aren't trying to seek out this information to be educated or otherwise because mm-hmm. they don't want to... They don't want to live in that, in that headspace. Yeah. But you being pro-black, I get it. You're more of this, this drive, this da-da-da, mm-hmm. which is noble. And it's, and it's, I'm not saying it's wrong. Yeah. But as a, for example, how many movies has there been about gang life, drugs, mm-hmm. the hoods? Yeah. Tons, right? Mm-hmm. Tons. Yeah. Because that's, for some reason, that's the story that, and most of those stories are coming from black directors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the story that we want to tell for whatever reason. Because it sells, it's popular, one 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 I think if black people wanted to make slave movies, they would have been doing it from time because we've had up team time to do yeah. it. I don't think it's going to start happening from now. I just don't see it. I just don't think people want to visit, visit that yeah. trauma because if you think about how essentially slave movies are successful, it's what guarantees you some kind of Oscar and um, whatever else, whatever awards are going. Mm-hmm. If... I, I feel like they would have tapped into that if that was like, do you get what I mean? I feel like they would, it's an easier thing to do, I reckon. But I just don't think we want to revisit that trauma. And I think as much as obviously we're talking, I think for Americans, it's actually different because mm. um, over there that like, people are still, sorry, trigger warning, but people are still being lynched, like mm-hmm. being killed in the most gruesome way. So I can see why they don't, want to, when I'm starting about my career as an actor and an actress, mm-hmm. my goal is not to produce uh, um, a slavery film. Do you get what I mean? And even like the, the people who act in the slave films, I'm sure if they, I don't think they ever asked that in interviews, but I'm sure if 
they're asked about what that does for them, does to them, mm-hmm. they will tell you mentally it's, it's a lot. Because if me as a viewer, it's mentally a lot for me where I don't watch them anymore. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine someone who has to read that script over and over again. I actually, because when you act it, you have to put yourself in that position. You do you know what I mean? So I can only imagine how taxing that is on them mentally. So I get why black people don't want to um, do the films. And honestly, if I don't watch another slavery film in my life again, I'll be fine with it because it's just, it's very draining. I know um, in the comments, Jin and Jis said, um, do we get, what's it called? Sorry, do we get tired of watching war movies or serial killer movies? Are these traumatic? Mm. Um, I think if you're someone who fought in the war, it will be traumatic. If you're someone who's been in the army and stuff like that, it will be traumatic. But I think for me, that is a different kind of argument because... I'm not being chased up and down the road by a serial killer every every other day. Mm. However, I am. I see some form of racism yeah. every at least. But you're not seeing slavery. Yet. You're no, seeing but we're seeing. Slavery. I'm not saying, yeah, but yeah, it's but racism. Slavery was no, no, but you remember the, no, but, the comparison is war, right? Yeah, but we 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 don't live our day to day. You know, it, feeling the consequences of war per se, mm-hmm. but we do with slavery because racism is still very much it's alive. Still, yeah. Okay. So do you get me? So that's why for me it's a different kind of point. And even with serial killers, and it's a it's different. It's a very different argument for me. Me, like, all right. But the other day I spoke about the Willie Lynch letter, right? Mm-hmm. Basically, just just for those who didn't know, um, there's a book or a let it's a book now, but it's a letter that allegedly was sent around to different slave owners, right? Mm-hmm. Basically saying to people, um, this form of slavery that we have now, where we have physical chains in these people and we can control their ins and outs, everything about their lives mm. for our betterment, it's going to end one day. We need to find a way where we can affect their brain so that after the chains are gone, yeah. they still behave in a manner that is for our improvement. Yeah. Slavery may have gone, right? But today, in my opinion, the new slavery is the, the subjugation of black people the racism, people getting shot in the street, all, all these new things, right, yeah. that's been happening in the last, since civil rights times, right, yeah. or the beginning of the 20th century. We're not tired of those films. One of my favorite films in, the, in recent um, years was Queen and Slim, Daniel Kaluuya. Oh, yeah. yeah. Love that film. That's a reality for black people today. Yeah. To mm. me, that's just a, a morphed version of slavery today. Yeah. Mm. The fact that you just know that you have to live your life in a particular way because... In front of the judge, to these people, you're already guilty, yeah. right? It's the same thing to me. Yeah. The reason why these things, or one of the reasons why these things are still so prevalent in society and things that we face today is because many of us, I think, personally, don't know enough about slavery. There's no way, like, again, right? You're dealing with people who, at every opportunity, right, mm-hmm. will put certain things in place to bring about you're down for, to make sure there's a ceiling. Yeah. Malcolm X said, if somebody stabs you in the back, right, puts a knife in the back six inches and pulls it out, or pulls it out halfway, or starts to pull it out, that's not progress. The progress is when it's completely gone and we're addressing the wounds, right? How can you know about the particular wound if you don't know anything about the knife? If you don't know anything about the person who put the knife in your back? We think we know about slavery. We think we know about these effects on us today. We say it all the time. I don't think people fully know. And if, and yes, you're getting certain films about slavery, colonialism, this and the third, not, to, not taught in schools, but it's, it's given to you in a package that's entertainment, right? From white people, 
you're only going to get certain things. Yeah. You're only going to get certain things. So I get why people are tired of it because it just makes us look in a particular way. But if people knew about it and saw the direct links to, to, to how it affects us today, I think people's attitudes would be different. I don't and that's, think, but, I don't and that's what. So. I don't, I don't. I think you're giving human beings so much credit. For no, I, I'm giving black people credit. I feel as though if we knew more, we would do more. That's what I think. I don't think so. I, I, I hear what you're saying, but because then, because because so. then we're doomed. It's just you're, a cycle you're, forever. What you're saying is, is 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 a great concept, but I don't I don't think because I think there's people who do know, mm-hmm. but you can know and not act on it because there's so much there's so much other nuances to life, bro. Than than just what you're saying. It's 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 hard to just. Live in that mindset every single day. No, but no, I, I personally, I don't think I live in that mindset every day. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But certain things yeah, but are second nature. To but me. what are you asking? You're asking every single black person mm-hmm. to, you know, leave their house every day with this attitude of what fuck the white man. No, not at all. You know That's I mean? hatred. So That's what, a waste no, of so energy. What, what are you asking? I'm saying leave your house every day. How can I improve myself and my community? Again, that is very. Gr- That's a great statement to make, mm-hmm. but it's so unrealistic. Why? White people do it every day. No, they don't. No, they don't. White, white people no, don't. don't think about themselves. So every single white person every day leaves the house with, with, with you, what you, on their re, mind. Remember, remember, right? White people, firstly, are not in the same position as us, right? So it's going to be different. But they think about how they can better themselves every day, right? They think about how can I maintain a certain lifestyle, a certain thing. There's reasons why we had to vote yeah, for Brexit. The There's is, reasons why certain things are put in law because they think about how their life is going to be affected every day. They think about certain things. Bro, some people, we leave, don't. some people are leaving the house not knowing how they're going to pay their rent. Some people are leaving the house <laughs> not... No, no, no but no, no, of no, no, course, no. you're I'm right. Trying, I'm, I'm trying to be real here. You're being like... You're like, right. I'm agreeing like a, with you. More like a fairy tale, right? People are leaving the house thinking, ah, oh, I've got a holiday next week. i got a... People... Everybody is consumed by whatever they're consumed by, innit? Yeah. For everyone to leave their house on the same mission, the same goal to uplift black people, it's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So I, I, like, I hear you. And maybe it doesn't need to be everyone. Maybe it needs to be a, a certain percentage of people who yeah. will be the leaders in this fight. Because let's be realistic. Yeah. That's how the world works. You have yeah. leaders, you have followers. Yeah? yeah. Not everyone could be a leader, bro. So not everyone's going to leave their house thinking, how can I uplift the black community? What can I do for the black community? It's not going to happen. Do you know what it is? It's not, my, my, what, what, my whole what, thing is what not you about... Need is, what, you need is, what you need is leaders. No, but, but you know what it is, Yusuf? It's not, it's not a case of, I want black people to think about how can they better the black community necessarily. Yeah. But how can they better themselves? Because I feel like in turn, yeah. that just translates. What, yeah, no, this, that's, right? that's that's great, and that's I agree with that because I think that should be innate. But it's not. Okay, that's that's where we agree. I, I believe that every single person should mm-hmm. always think about how they can improve themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be related to race relations, but just in life in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. That to me should be normal. You should always want to strive to be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in terms of what you're saying, in terms of the black community, racism, fighting the mm-hmm. man. I don't see that happening. That's realistic. I don't see, I don't see that. Yeah, yeah. I, I get you and I understand yeah. why you think that way. I just feel like it's sad that it's not. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I feel as though every single day, we're, we're basically playing a particular game, right? Where white people are playing rugby mm. and we're playing football. Mm. So, and, and, and we think everything's um, level. We think um, this is completely, um, you know, the rules are the same. Yeah. But the reality is all we're using is our feet and our heads. They're using their feet, their head, or, or not ahead, but they, they can carry the ball and run with it. Mm. And we look at this and think, mm, that's a bit strange, but okay, we're still playing football here. No, they've got an advantage here because you are not fully understanding the game that's being played. And the lack of information, right? The lack of these reminders yeah. of things that's happened in the past, as things that's happening now, yeah. is what causes it to continue. 
and it will cause us to be in a situation where we're fighting a new form of oppression. That's all it is. And me basically saying that if we take away... I'm, I, again, I'm not thinking films mm. are the answer to this. Mm. I'm basically just saying information is the answer to this. Mm. We're not getting it in schools. We're not getting it from our parents. And if and, and all of us consume most of our information, our entertainment, this, that, and the third, yeah. from the internet, from movies, from yeah. this, that, and the third, yeah. right? If we ha- had control of it ourselves, yeah. we told yeah. the story for, yeah. for ourselves, yeah. I think this information would hit different. That's what I think. Let me ask you a question, right? Yeah. This is just to get your perspective, right? So let's just say we live in a world mm-hmm. from tomorrow onwards where slavery was never spoken about again. Yeah. Yeah. Where you could actually, where where white people, you know, intentionally were trying not to be discriminatory and racist and all the above, right? Yeah. And there was a world where, you know, the world as it is now, right? Where racism is very much rife, statues, film, content, it's all it's all being consumed, right? Mm-hmm. Would you want your child? And let's say you had a child, right? In both these scenarios. Yeah. Your child could be in this first scenario where mm-hmm. slavery has almost been forgotten about. Yeah. And from when they're born to when they die, they live a pretty seamless life without okay. being racially discriminated against, without being um, abused, without it affecting their work life, whatever life, right? Yeah. But your child had lack of knowledge. Okay. As in, in this world, slavery has kind of been forgotten about. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't really mentioned, right? But they lived a, a, a quite peaceful life. Mm-hmm. Or would you want them to live in a life where they're reminded of slavery, it's on their minds, they go into work every day, they're, they're, they're like you, where they want to try and better the community and they're fighting for a better mm-hmm. day, right? But they happen to tussle with racism and discrimination every single day. What, what, what would you prefer your, your child to live in? The, the world where they can live a peaceful life from start to finish mm-hmm. without being reminded of slavery or discrimination or the world where they have to fight every day? I, I would want peace, 100%. Yeah. But the reality is, right, you can take away slavery, you can yeah. take away those particular things yeah. from, the, from the consciousness of people, mm. but if the effects of it mm. is still there, if we look around and we know that it's our blood, sweat and tears that built certain things and we, we don't benefit from this. Yeah. If all of these things are there, mm. right, as constant reminders, right, or rather, not even reminders, but the effects of these things are still there, mm. then I'm being robbed of, of, of a particular thing. And really, my, my, my condition is worse than it um, actually is because I don't even know why I'm in the position I'm in. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But if the situation is a case where it's like slavery didn't exist, mm. colonialism didn't exist, racism, discrimination doesn't exist, everything is just, we don't even care about race. Yeah. Then hundred yeah. percent, we just go for that. But the thing is, we do care about race, and we've cared about race for thousands of years. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And black people are the ones who really don't seem to be re- responding in in the right way. This is my opinion. What's, you know what I'm what's, what's the right way to you? Doing for self, understanding that the situation that we're in, wanting to to, to ex- expecting particular establishments and institutions to bend over backwards to benefit us to, will not happen. Describe we have to do it do for self. Describe what that means to you. Like, describe a scenario of everyone doing it for self. Everyone? Okay. So, if I link in capitalism here, a lot mm. of my Pan-African family won't agree with me in this particular yeah. aspect. They like, you know, socialism. Beautiful. Mm. But, from my perspective, you're basically pursuing your own self-interest. Mm. So, for example, 
you you want to do a particular thing, your PT, this, that, and the third, but then you're able to start up a gym, right? Mm. Certain things like that. That is for your benefit. You're mm. not necessarily looking at color, mm. who's going to be your employees, yes. but you are looking at something that's going to benefit you and your family. Because you're a black man, your woman's going to be black, your children's going to be black. It in turn benefits you. How your family's perceived by other black people yeah. has a rippling effect. That's that's not you trying to go out there and hating white people. That's just you bettering yourself so we, and your family. What are you talking about? You're talking about self-employment? Yeah, 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 different things like businesses. Because to me, economics is everything. Yeah, but no, but I'm trying to get to the absolute core of what you're saying here. Okay. Do for self. It's very broad, isn't it? Okay, so um, do, do for self is basically economic self-reliance. Yeah, yeah. so, so, you, so you're saying everyone should be self-employed? Not necessarily. I could, I could work for you. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't need to be self-employed. Okay, cool. Everyone should be self-employed or work for a black firm or a black company. I, I, I think basically the things that we need yeah. for ourselves yeah. to sustain ourselves, to thrive in life, yeah. we should look to ourselves to do it, to provide it. And yeah, basically. So for example, if you're looking at industries and you're saying, for example, oh, you know, there's not enough of us here. We don't get representation. Okay, yeah. let's do our own. Yeah. Okay, footballers, uh, we get called monkey every single day. Yeah. We, we touch the ball. Okay, fine. You know what? Yeah, even though there's, what, Arsenal, how many play, black players were in that team? All of us say, you know what? Let's create our own um, league. Mm. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's millionaires, there's billionaires out there. We can do certain things. You know what I'm saying? Self-reliance. I hear you, but this, on a mass scale, you know that's not going to happen, bro. <laughs> because what you're, what you're describing happens now, but it's just, it's the minority. It's sprinkled everywhere. Everybody can't work for someone who's black. Everyone can't be self-employed. No, yeah. of course. Remember, these things yeah, yeah. don't happen overnight. These, these things happen. Okay, cool. Yeah, if with time, I know. And in your scenario, this this black utopia. Yeah. Listen, bro. If that, I'll pray that exists. Mm -hmm. But I'm just trying to be real. I don't think that's ever gonna happen. Okay, me personally, right? I believe it. But can it's happen. a great idea. Yeah, no, can and will. Can, okay, can right. and will. The reason why the only reason why I didn't say will is because I also believe. It's down to black people to decide what they want for themselves. Yeah. But I, I don't believe in forcing things on people. Mm -hmm. So, for example, that's the only reason why I'm saying um, kind of said a will, because we may decide we don't yeah. want it anymore. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But 10 years ago, nobody would have thought, um, you know what, let, let's let's create uh, the new black yeah. and, and do something. Everything that we want to do with the new black is because mm. black people here yeah. decided, let's do this. You see know what I'm saying? Also, sorry to interject. What you're saying, this black utopia, it can happen, but I don't think it can happen in the UK. Why? Because this is a white country. Yeah, it can also happen in Africa. That's a black. That's a black continent, right? Mm -hmm. So, question for you then: This black utopia you're you're you know envisioning, right? Mm -hmm. That's more realistically going to happen outside of the UK. Let's be honest. It's it's, it's going to happen more so. It can happen more so in Africa. Not here, it's not going to happen here. But but in what the do you, UK. What, what do you mean by black utopia? Are you seeing it almost so, like so a world where we all do for self, as in? We work for ourselves. Mm -hmm. If you don't work for ourselves, we work for black people. Everything is black. The money is being exchanged in the black community. When, when we buy our products, mm -hmm. we're buying from a black-owned business. Mm -hmm. When we're giving money, it's to black. We work. Everything is just within us. That's what that's what mm -hmm. I'm getting from your yeah. description. All right. Let, let me just say this to you quickly. Yeah. Your 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 clothes right now. Mm. Is there a, a black business out there that sells clothing? Yeah. And they make the clothing themselves. As in they 
they no. manufacture this. They they're designers and and they're desi- natures. They're designers, but they don't they don't they don't sew the clothes. No, they, yeah, they, they get they, the material or they get the garment. Yeah, from somewhere else, and they, but they put the design on it. Okay, so you could basically get your clothes from a black-owned business. Yeah, cool. Your haircut, your grooming. Yeah, can it, can that be black-owned? Food markets and stuff like this. Could you get all your f- food from Dulston Market or from Brixton and whatever from from black butchers and and and, and black this that and the thing? Yeah, yeah. cool. Um, what else is there? Basically, basically, the point I'm trying to make is the thing that we think is so far off, a lofty idea we never um, can attain. No, but no, but now you're, you're is, talking is, about something different. You're talking about purchasing. But you're purchasing from black people. I know, they're, but they're providing the the, the, I know, the but thing. I, I didn't dispute that. We're talking about working for self, not buying from. It, it, it's all. Remember, it's all the same thing. Because remember, if you're buying from these people, no, but I'm not. Dispute, have, but I'm not disputing that. I'm not disputing that. I'm, I'm not disputing that we should buy from black. No, no, no. I, I'm. I'm. Not, I, I know you're not disputing. Yeah. That. I'm basically trying to say that we can yeah. and we have a system um, and a, a network yeah. where we can do that. And if in we those, have that, like, why can't we? Why can't yeah, we? Why, why? Why do we think it's that far off? Yeah. Only thing that's left for us now, really, no, because buy, the, buying. No, I hear you, but buying from black businesses and working for black businesses—that's it's a two completely different things. Okay, all right. Th- let's make it simple. You get your haircut from black from black business, right? Yeah. Could all the people in that in that um, barbershop be black cutting hair? But not everyone wants to be a barber. <laughs> no, but there's only four chairs in there. <laughs> so let's just say the four, four out of the the, the four percent of us in this country. Yeah, right. We can fill those chairs. Barbers, hold on. What are you saying about barbershops? Barber shops? Black people get their haircut from black people, bro. This, this, is, this is what I'm trying to say yeah. to you. But the, the point I'm trying to make to you is the yeah, but that, that, yeah, but that's for a different reason, though. Well, why is it a different reason? It, but the reason doesn't why do you, matter. Why do you think black people get their haircut from black people? Because they cut it the way we like. Exactly. But that doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so go and find a white barber then and teach him how to cut your hair. I don't want to. Exactly. But that's not the point. The point I don't get your point with the barber. <laughs> no, he, he's basically saying that if in like smaller things in our lives, yeah. we can be like we can it can be in-house in terms of black community. Yeah. Like be the bigger things aren't far-fetched. And that's the key word you just said there. The smaller things. It's very, it's very easy. It's not, it's not even just the smaller things. It's all look, right now, there's there's companies in Nigeria that are making black cars. Black cars, you know. So no black cars, but basically car, black owned car manufacturing oh, businesses. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's phone companies. Keywords. Yeah. Who you said that? Nigeria. No, but don't do that. How? The, 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 no, 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 I'm not fresh sure that Nigeria. He's basically oh. saying it's, it's back home, basically, not here. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, no. What, <laughs> what you meant is the cars and the bicycles. Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> what I'm saying is, yeah, because everyone in Nigeria is black. No, but no, no, no. But, oh, no, yeah, but, okay. no, but remember, remember, the reason is it's not just that. There's not many white manufacturing car country um business in this country now anyway. They've sold a exactly. lot of their stuff. It's all exported and yeah, 100%. Cars. I do get your use this point in terms of like it's easier to do this in a country that is yes, black. 100%. We know. But it's not about easier. Is, is, is it possible? And how realistic is it? I think it's possible. I, I think it's I think, I'm talking about here in the UK. Here in the UK. I think uh, it's possible, yeah. But I think we all need to have that mindset. There's and a I guy. think that's where like... Mm-hmm. It, it tends to like, do you get what I mean? Like the reason, a, sorry, sorry to cut you. Go, yeah, go. the reason why, like, I, for example, wanted to work with a new black once the day after, all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff was because I was, okay, this is this is black mm-hmm. for us, by us, yeah. sold. Food do you get what I mean? But I think that not everyone has the mindset that, for example, the new black has. Do you get what I mean? 100%. And I think that's what makes it difficult because 
in the numbers that we are, because even like within our community, there's stuff that we disagree on, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that with, for the numbers that we are, yeah, unless everybody can think the same way, it's going to be difficult to achieve what it is that you're saying. But I think it, I think it's just really going to come down to if this is what you, if you're someone say with your mindset, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just have to go forth to someone else that's got that mindset. Yeah. And I think that's the best way it's going to work. But but this is this is the beautiful thing about 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 everything that you're saying. It doesn't take the majority. It just yeah. takes the the few that we use initiative. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We, we don't need millions of the new blacks. We only needed one, right, for now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we just bear different content creators under the new black. Yeah. We don't need millions of um people who make garments, right? Yeah. We just need, I don't know, trap star and da, da, da. you know yeah. what I'm trying to say? Yeah. We just need those people who would use their skill, their ability to do for self. To be fair, though. And then I say, you know what? We love this. I'm going to patronize your business. And that's what I was going to say, because to be fair, the black people, like, I guess sometimes all people need to see is one person do something. They're like, oh, it's possible. And then everyone kind of follows suit. I was, I was at the wedding the other day. My boy's got um, a watch. Nice watch. Yeah. Ghanaian guy made it. I oh, saw, was it Vitae? Vitae. Yeah. I saw yeah. it the other day. The other, um, I yeah. think it was yesterday. Yeah. It's now in Macy's, right? Yeah. If he said to himself, you know what? <sighs> Everyone's just going to really want Rolexes. Everyone's just going to really want this, that, and a third. Yeah. What's the point? Let me go into something else. Let's, let me um, try and be a rapper. They, no, that wouldn't be, be there. Rapper, no, but, no, but you know what I'm trying to say? That wouldn't okay, be there. Say about business, it only takes one person. Yeah, but yeah. business is going to exist regardless if you're black or white. Like, business is business, isn't it? Like, black people are not saying, oh, I'm black, so I can't, I have to be a rapper or a basketball player. Like, people are going to get into business. They're not thinking, most people don't think about race. When they get but that's business. the point I'm trying to make. This is because, why I said economics you know I mean? is everything. It's about doing for yourself. If you do for yourself, I, the pe- people like me that think like, you know what, it's important. Yeah. Black, black um, economics is important. Yeah. I will purposely go out of my way to, to um, come to you. But for somebody else who doesn't see it um, as important, if your product is good enough, they will come there anyway. And what happens is the business thrives. Yeah. He will get more employees that look like him. I'll continue to go to him. That person will go to him. White people even yeah, go I'm to him. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with you. I'm, and this I'm, is how things I'm, change. I'm all for black. I buy where, where I can. I, mm-hmm. I buy stuff from black businesses where I can. You see most of the time I'm wearing Lakey. That's a, that's a black there you brand, go. right? Yeah. There you go. Most of the time, Wherever I can, I buy black in it. So that's not even, I'm not even disputing that. That's what I'm saying. To be fair with you. So we're, we're in agreement on that. So, exactly. So the point I'm trying to make is the thing, the idea that you think that, for example, we can't, we can't buy black and get things, uh, our, our everyday essentials from black businesses and, and black this, that, and the third, right? It's not, that idea is not no, that no far one, off. But who, who, no one is Because you said it can't that. happen in the UK. No, I think in this discussion, you're getting lost. That's why I said you switched from me saying, mm-hmm. are you saying that we should all be self-employed and work for black people to yeah. consumer behavior? I'm not talking about um, buying from black people or supporting black businesses. That's not okay. what I'm saying. When I was talking about the, the utopia that you're, that you're describing, right? Mm-hmm. I said, to me, it seemed like you're saying that we all should be self-employed mm-hmm. or work for black businesses. No, that's, that's not what I'm saying. I'm basically saying we should all, all the essentials, the things that we need, the things that we complain about, Basically, this whole discussion, to me, the reason why I brought up the whole thing about uh, movies and stuff, right, mm-hmm. is basically, for those who kind of got lost, right, it's basically me saying, we get our information from a few places, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. If we don't give information about particular things from those um, places, yeah. we won't get that information. Also, on top of that, right, because we don't have this information and we don't have this in our minds, yeah. and we don't understand the effects of this particular thing, yeah. 
for example, slavery, colonialism, mm. and things of that nature, right? Black people are very reactionary. Somebody who's proactive in life is not reactionary. Mm. You don't just, like if you're a boxer, you're not in there thinking, I'm just going to react. You need to take him out. You see what I'm saying? Black people, when, the, when so, uh, something happens to a black person, we then come together and talk about black, um, black, black um, economics. Yeah. Don't make no sense. Everything is reactionary. If these things, right, if we were educated about these particular things more yeah. in the movies, yeah. in, in this, that, and the third, right, yeah. things that we can control, yeah. we wouldn't be reactionary. We'll be proactive. And that's the point I'm trying to make in all of no, this. No, I hear, I hear that's what you're the only point I'm trying I to make. I think you're, you're talking from a place of like hope in humanity, right? You yeah. have to hope. No, I hear you. But yeah. no, it's about me, bro. I, I've come to, I've come, I'm at peace. <laughs> I'm at peace with how human beings are yeah. and how people behave. Yeah. Yeah. I, I innately study human behavior. So yes. I, I don't, I, I, I don't really have, I always expect the worst because human beings are innately selfish people who are just out for themselves because you live alone, you die alone at the end of the day. Innit? And what you're saying is, is great. It's, it's, it, it's what should happen. But, it's, I just don't see it happening because people are just not like that. There's so much nuances to life that affect everything you're saying. Yeah. I just, I just I feel like, you. I just feel like this perfect world that you're describing, like it's great, and I hope it does happen. I just don't. I, I have no faith. You know the thing is, Joseph. Yeah, I, 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 I don't need to get uh, what I'm saying misconstrued. Like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to uh, push for a perfect black world yeah. at all. I'm basically saying what you would say to 10 different people who want to go gym. Mm. Just start. Mm. Somebody, half, half of them are going to take it serious. One's going to go once every two but weeks. You know, the, the, and that once every two weeks is better than nothing. I hear your comparison, but no, it is, bro. People are coming to me about the gym mm-hmm. because they care yeah. about that. How many people come to you or come, how many people go to, go to someone to yeah. seek out information or how can I better my community? Exactly. How can I do better for, for self? Yeah. What I'm trying to say is, most people, I'm not even thinking about that. It's That's not, what I'm saying. And you know how I'm do you get them to think about it? By someone like you, like I said, like I said earlier, mm-hmm. it takes, well, I said, what did I say? I said leaders. We need leaders, right? Yeah. So you're someone who's extremely pro, pro-black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You might, you might, what's that Tupac lyric about? I might not be the one to mm. change the world, but I might spark, spark the that, brain of someone yeah. that, that will, right? Mm-hmm. So conversations like this are good. Mm-hmm. Right, you're doing your, you're doing what you want to do yeah. to fight for you know, what you believe within the black community, right? Mm-hmm. And comments like this might spark yeah. the mind of people yeah. to More seek out knowledge, too. right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's why these conversations are important. But I just don't, I feel like most people, maybe it's an age thing. Yeah, maybe once you're hitting a certain age and you're just in the groove of your life, like maybe this needs this these messages need to be yeah taught to the, the youth, mm-hmm. the ones who because. Okay, do you believe that in our generation that this, what you're saying is going to happen? Or is this, how, how, many, how many years in the future do you see the progression that you want to happen? Because it, I don't think it's going to be us. I, I we, we might spark the brain of yeah. the ones that will, mm-hmm. but I don't believe it's going to be our age group. Like, for example, something like the new black yeah. is something that I reckon is, obviously it's, it's taking ownership and mm-hmm. it's being a gatekeeper and, you know, Putting black content and black creators on, you know, on the pedestal, right? And we're putting out our content. So something like this is, but it's an anomaly, right? That's how. That's how. It yeah, starts. that's how it works. No, I'm not. This is this is this is fantastic. I'm just saying, I believe that it's the generations. How many generations mm-hmm. behind do you reckon it is until we're to where you think we're making progress? 
honestly, I I I I could never I could never say because it, it depends on how um, each person yeah. considers progress. Yeah. Me personally, like I gave an analogy, I feel as though if black people do more today than they yeah. did yesterday, yeah. that's progress for them. Yeah. As long as you're doing something for the betterment of yourself, I yeah. feel like it translates to all of us. Yeah. Some do it consciously, some yeah. do it subconsciously yeah. or unconsciously. Yeah. Whatever it is, as yeah. long as it's bringing about the betterment of black people. Yeah. It starts with yourself, starts with the family, starts with the community. And it, it starts to, to, to ripple out. Yeah. That's all I, I, I really care about. But like you um, rightly said, many people are not thinking about this on a day-to-day. At all. And so my thing is, if we take away the outlets mm. that will put these things in the forefront of their mind, yeah. even just for two hours, right, mm. in a year, what, are, what, where else are they going to get this information? We're just going to continue to be reactionary. That's it. Just reactionary. We can't thrive as reactionary people. No one thrives as just reactionary people. It's, it's just, it's impossible. It just doesn't happen. Yeah, we no. have to be proactive. No, I, to, I agree you know with you. I agree with you. And, agree. And, and, and I can't just accept that, you know what, we're not going to do this. Because then it's like, what's the point? That means we're doomed. Mm. I can't believe that black people are doomed. No I way. think doom is an extreme word though, because there are black people who are thriving in the in the world as it is now. Yeah. Right. So I don't think black people are doomed if, you know, this. I'm gonna keep saying utopia, but I yeah. know what you mean. If this black utopia doesn't exist, like. But but when you say utopia, I don't want it to make people. You know. You know what I'm saying. I'm just using yeah. the word utopia because okay, it's what cool. I've been using. Right. Okay. Um. So are we? No, I was that was it. That was the end of my. my oh, thing. I thought I thought you were going to say something. No, no, you said, you said something, so I thought I was. Yeah, I was done. I was done. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm fully pronounced. What, what I was going to say really is just um. Uh, I think I even lost my train of thought. Yeah, yeah, the whole doom thing. To me, if one or a few black people are thriving and doing excellent, and the rest of the community is not, yeah, I still consider that doom. Mm. If I'm a billionaire, trillionaire. And and my people are not benefiting benefiting from it. Yeah, we're doomed. Yeah, the minority can't be used as a, a gauge for what's going on for for most of us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if most of us are reactionary, yeah. if most of us just live on a yeah. day by day, yeah. and there's no real goal, there's no real plan, yeah. and we're not doing anything that brings about the betterment of ourselves, our families, and therefore our communities and us as a whole, then we just we just we just living. Yeah. No. Listen. You know I wish saying? more people were like you and had your perspective, but unfortunately. Most of the the black men, I'm gonna use black men specifically, I know, are out for self. They're out for self. And that what you promote? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> when I say self, I mean like, you mean like self, self. I know you self, mean self. Self. No, self. I know, I know. I know. Yeah, <laughs> self. As in, they ain't trying to help no one. They they want to be numero uno, mm. and they want to keep everyone else below them. And See, that's another. Oh, that's another yeah. problem we have. I see it all the time. Trust me. That's another problem we have. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, wow, let's get into our next, I was going to say dilemma, next headline. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to read some of the comments. Oh, oh is it? Mm. Do you want to share one or two? Too late. Okay, cool. No, they were on the screen though. I, I did see them. People yeah. were, they're having a really good... To be fair, I wasn't even, while we were talking, I wasn't even reading the comments. There was yeah, also that... Paul. Huh? Oh, was it? Paul. What's the poll so, saying then? Let me just end the poll so we can... Yeah, no, I, I, I saw the poll. I thought... Yeah, the poll said more slave f- films or not. Yes, no, undecided. It's like when I voted, it was like eight percent yes. I said, show yourself. Eight percent yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna end the poll, and the poll says results are drum roll. Yikes. Sixty-six percent say no. As in, okay, no, no more slavery. Yes, ten yeah. percent undecided, twenty-three percent. Mm. 
Okay. 65 votes. Oh, yeah. Look up, you guys. Like the video. Because mm-hmm. the likes and the number of people in the comments is not tallying up to me. That math ain't mathing. <laughs> but yeah, amen. Cool. So the next headline is basically um, a response to kind of a headline um, that Esther gave us yesterday about Meghan Markle and mm-hmm. her wedding. Yeah. And how someone came to her um, when she went to the premiere of The Lion King, I believe. Yes. Cool. So, the Duchess of Sussex claimed that her marriage to Prince Harry was a moment of jubilation that was compared to Nelson Mandela's release from prison has been greeted with surprise by one of the anti-apartheid campaigner's grandchildren. Mm. <laughs> in an interview with The Cut, Meghan said she had been told in 2019 by one South African cast member of The Lion King in London, I need you to know, when you married into this family, we rejoiced in the streets the same way we did when Mandela was released from prison. No, you're pausing for dramatic effect. Yeah, 100%. Because, uh, you know what the thing is? I saw your eye twitching when I said it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, it's come back again. This is why we need reminders. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do you know how ridiculous this, this comment is? No, but the person said it to her. I know. No, uh, no Megan didn't do anything wrong. What okay. she did was just tell... She just repeated yeah, repeat repeat the story, yeah. But the ridiculousness of this. I the mean, man that did what he did for you is the same as Megan Mac. What type of yeah? But then we got look at the person's age. Was the person there when Mandela? The person saying we, this is what we did. They're saying they. And this is why we're anyway. Sorry. <laughs> so um, Zueli Veli uh, Mandela Mandela, an African National Congress MP whose grandfather served 27 years in prison before going on to lead his country told Mail Online he was surprised at the remark. He said, Madiba's celebration was based on overcoming 350 years of colonialism with 60 years of a brutal apartheid regime in South Africa. So it cannot be equated to as the same. He added, every day there are people who want to be Nelson Mandela, either comparing themselves with him or wanting to emulate him. But before people can regard themselves, themselves as Nelson Mandela's, they should be looking into the work that he did and be able to be champions and advocates of the work that he himself championed. He added that his grandfather's release in 1990 from jail was the culmination of nearly 350 years of struggle in which generations of our people paid with their lives. It can never be compared to the celebration of someone's wedding. Do you know what I don't like here? Mm-hmm. Personally, I didn't know about Nelson Mandela's grandson. Cool. I think he should have stayed that way. <laughs> He's an activist, because though. He's not nobody. Enough- that's great for him. For black <laughs> and everything. That's all great. But, like, she didn't say that. Somebody said it. So, this speech yeah. is given to the press. Yeah. So, you need to get to your people. No, but he's is not, it based he's, in South Africa? He's not attacking her, though. Yeah, but it's just like... He's, he's just reacting to the, to you know, what she's saying. But I don't think he's attacking her. I don't think, yeah. He's not attacking her. Mm-hmm. But if you're... If, if I say something and then you're going to follow up on what it is I've said... Yeah. It looks as if you're, like... Mm. It's an indirect attack on me. It's not a direct attack, but you're criticizing something that I've said. And then it makes it seem as if like I've, like these are, these were not my words, yeah. but it makes it seem as if I'm the one who said it. Because not everyone's going to go again and do the diving and research mm. to read, to see that so she was told this. Not yeah. somebody said that to her. Mm. But I just think that at the end of the day, he knows what his granddad did and all that great stuff. Yeah. Sir. I, I, think think I, actually, I, I think she's been quiet. I, I think that's a bit harsh. I think she's trying to get relevance. And no oh, no. I do. Because <laughs> there was no need for that. In my opinion, there was really no need for all of that stuff. Mm. And then to even say it can't be compared to someone's 
wedding. Like, yeah. don't at me because I didn't at you. Wait, did, did he do that? He said that. Just no, but no, but did he at her? Like, it, it's yeah, not really. Yeah, uh, it can never be compared to some a celebration of someone's wedding. I think I think he could have educated or, or spoke about the importance of the time his granddad came out, all that kind of stuff, in a different way without it being that what he needs to. My thing is what he needs to do is educate the people of South Africa who clearly think that Nelson Mandela being freed is the same thing to put on the same, it's the same level as, mm. it's, to, it's something to rejoice over as someone's wedding. Yeah. That's some white conditioning in that in that country. That needs to exactly. But I think, I think that's kind of what he's, he's um, talking to. The fact that somebody could make that comparison. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Rather than to Meghan Markle. You know what I'm saying? Or Meghan. Yeah, but it's just like piggybacking off. I don't know, man. I see the things different. I think he should have been, he should have just done his um his teaching and been quiet about it. <laughs> All right. So our next headline is about Mikhail Gorbachev, who's the former Soviet leader who reform whose reforms led to the un- to the unlooked for a breakup of his own country and to the demise of communism across Central and Eastern Europe. And he died at the age of 91 yesterday. What was that famous line? Some part of war, break my Tell him at war. Never mind. I think I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember him though, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, anyway. So, celebrated abroad as a savior who delivered freedom to millions of Soviet citizens, he was often blamed at home for the chaotic years that followed and survived long enough to watch Russia return to autocracy under the rule of Vladimir Putin. Gorbachev, who won the Nobel Peace Prize in 1990, had died after a difficult and protracted illness. Russian news agencies cited hospital officials as saying on Tuesday. Recent reports suggested he was suffering from a kidney ailment. Gorbachev was the first and last president of the Soviet Union. He became the general secretary of the Communist Party in 1985, aged just 53, a post he held until the party was itself dissolved in 1991, with the Soviet Union vanishing soon afterwards. His decision not to use force to prevent the toppling of the Berlin Wall he later claimed, may have averted a third world war. And Antonio Guterres, who is the Secretary General of the United Nations, described Gorbachev as a towering leader, committed multilateralist, and tireless advocate for peace. A spokesman to Putin, with whom Gorbachev said he had a strained relationship, said that the Kremlin leader expresses deep condolences on his death and would send a telegram to his family in the morning. Reports say Gorbachev will be buried in Moscow's Novodevichy Cemetery next to his wife, Raisha. So yeah, that's the end of the headlines. Yes. All right, let's get into Word on Road. Okay, so I've got a few things for you guys today. Firstly, so Alexander Burke, you guys remember One X Factor? She was at Carnival. She was at Carnival. I I really liked what she did. So basically, obviously, she's a new mum. A recent mum, still breast pumping and every, all that great stuff. So she basically had a costume on and she had a breast pump, and it's in support of a campaign. Um, so basically to kind of um create awareness for like breast is breastfeeding awareness basically, mm. and the campaign is called Pumps on Parade, and essentially it's just to correct the taboos regarding public breastfeeding and breast pumping and things of that nature. So I thought it was really really cool that she looked absolutely amazing. She looked beautiful. She was in a for costume. Was she just dancing and the thing was just there hanging? Yeah, just breast pump, yeah. yeah. On their top, yeah. So it was a manual breast pump then? 
Iman, I don't know what the difference is. So. I'm had kids. <laughs> Whatever it is, there she is. So there's a bit oh, of, okay. it's like under that. It's not like, see, it's out. Okay, cool. So, yeah. So I just thought it was really, really cool. And then the video I saw as well, she was like, other women as well who had their breast bumps as well. I just think stuff like that is very, very important to do because I think a lot of women feel, obviously when you're like a, a new mom, you feel subconscious about your body, you feel, and then a lot of women as well, they feel like kind of lost in mm. who they are. And I know that's one of the things that she wanted, she was against as well, um, is that women not feeling like they can be themselves or they lose their identity because they've got children, basically. So it was really, really cool, really, really nice. It looked amazing. She looked amazing. And she, um, yeah, just really looked, really looked really nice. Beautiful. So here for that kind of movement. Next on my list. Sorry, I'm getting in between pages. So Megan Thee Stallion will be making an appearance in She-Hulk, in an episode of She-Hulk. So, um, yeah, she's, making, she's do, doing a little cameo appearance. Mm. So apparently what it is, is um, one of the characters is being catfished or something by what who they believe to be Megan Thee Stallion. Mm. And so that's the storyline. Oh, okay. Basically, yeah. I thought it was going to be in a movie when I was reading about it. But yeah. So is she in it or is it just her, her like her pictures? No, she's actually in it. Okay. Yeah, so she's actually doing it. So um, one of the actors, he said, um, he plays Pug. I don't watch Marvel, so. Pug. I think that character's been... Okay, so he basically said, he plays the attorney, so he's saying how um, a gentleman is being catfished by somebody that lives in another universe, let's say another world. Um, and then he said, um, so he thinks he's dating one person and he's not, so we help him to find, we help him figure that out, basically. Um, so yeah, so when that will obviously come out, and we don't know yet, but she will be in an episode, which I think is really, really cool. And she was recently on P-Valley, I didn't watch that, but... She's recently on P Valley as well. So getting chopped in. Yeah, I love anything Megan does. Um, next on my list is Ari Lennox. Yesterday revealed her album cover. Looks absolutely, absolutely beautiful. Um, so her album is gonna be called Age, Sex, Location. And it's gonna be available on the 9th of September. And the album cover is absolutely sexy. She looks beautiful. Obviously, she's you know recently like lost weight and She's just really radiating like a lot of body positivity. She did when she was, you know, before she lost weight. But as an, even with her weight loss, she's still radiating the same positivity and same body confidence and all that great stuff. And um, I don't know if anyone remembers, but basically she, she, when she first came out, we knew her with like her natural hair and stuff. And she always talks about, you know, wanting to wear a wig and blah, mm. blah. And it was just a whole, when she was going to get her first wig, it was just a whole thing. It was very, very cute and very sweet. And I remember she then, got a wig she finally this girl's been rocking natural for years finally put on a wig then Snoop is out here talking nonsense it's about oh girls need to rock their natural more and it was like are you okay literally everyone attacked him but yeah so her album age sex location will be out on the 9th of September she did say she has a surprise and the surprise is that she'll be releasing a song with Summer Walker today I didn't know she was on uh, Dreamville yeah she's on the Dreamville no idea. Yeah. also age sex location is a throwback you know is it? Do you do you have you heard of uh, Black Chat? Black Chat. Mm, Black Chat. No. Yeah. Email. Black Chat. Black Chat. Yeah. You know Black Chat. So Black Chat was this was like a chat forum. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. Like oh, when I was yeah, in yeah, yeah, my youth, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. So when you go on Black Chat, it's just there to talk to people, mingle, girls, yeah. guys, whatever, whatever. And one of the first questions you ask is ASL. 
age, sex, location. Oh. And that was a way to introduce yourself to people, innit? Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's actually interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, so she's going to be dropping a song today, um, Queen Space. The song would have come out, well, but, well, it comes at midday, our time, I think. But yeah, so it's Queen Space and it's with Summer Walker. I'm looking forward to see who else she's got on, on there. Um, I reckon she will, I hope she has like, because obviously, um, no, Ariana Next does more R&B soul type mm. of vibe. So I reckon she, I'm hoping she has Jasmine Sullivan because she was on Jasmine's album. Um, Summer Walker, that's really cool. I can't think of anyone else that I can. I, can, I don't really want to say City Girls. I don't think that's really her vibe. Yeah. Because she's more of a singing kind of babe. Yeah. So I really hope she's got good features on there. And of course, she, she usually has the Dreamville lads on there as well. You know, Jid, Baz, um, J Cole, the usual guys. So Earth Gang and them. So yeah, it'd be really cool. Are you gonna listen to it for the rotation? No. No, I'm joking. I'm sorry. No, I'm playing. Yeah. I'll listen to it. No, I will. I will. Of course I will. Of course I will. Yeah, I absolutely love Ari Lennox. I've seen her live as well. She's absolutely amazing. What do you not think of Jid? I think it's really cool. First of all, it's J-I-D, please. I call him Jid. I keep saying Jid, please. Because I've got a friend called Jid A, but I call him Jid. So when I say J-I-D, I just say Jid. Okay. And my friend looks at J. Cole, actually. Your friend looks at J. Cole? Yeah. Because I remember J. Cole's last concert, what was that? For Your Eyes Only. So he was in the crowd in the bottom, yeah? Yeah. And then obviously we were waiting for Jacob to come out. But then the camera was... You know how they, they just show random people in the crowd? Mm. So there must be the camera on him. People were going off. They thought Jacob was coming from the crowd. And he was doing... The, he was like, no, like, I'm not... He actually has features that look like... Mm. Yeah, Jacob we don't believe you. Can you send us his Instagram? I'll put it up. No, you yeah. will not do that. <laughs> Excuse me? Excuse me? What do I look like? Oh, sorry, I thought we were doing this. Never mind. No, we're, who is we? We is French. No, we're not. Wait, wait. We are not doing this. friend? Is it your... Your friend, friend. No, no. So what's the problem? Because why, why would I give someone's Instagram that doesn't know I'm giving the Instagram for you to put out this content? Oh, sorry. What do you like? Is it a man? Yes, it's a man. Men don't care about that. Yeah, but I don't do stuff like that. It's your boy, isn't it? It's not my boy. Trust me, it's not my boy. You think I've been talking about my man's name on here? Free talk. Impossible. That's me? A, that's a free free talk. Talk. Nope. Y'all will find out at my wedding. Impossible. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So, um... The song is out, well, out later today. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to her album as well. And I think she's really in her, like, grown woman vibe. I mean, she always sings like she's a grown woman anyway, but I think she's really, really walking in that spirit. So I'm really looking forward to it. I'm coming to stop. Proper. It looks absolutely beautiful. It yeah, looks absolutely stunning. You can put that up, Brent. I can send you that. It's been up. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Look at that. Production values. She didn't mind. He didn't mind. Sorry. Yeah, because she put it out there. So it isn't. Jide didn't. Anyways, hmm. Brent. So my next one is about Usher. So Usher has finally talked about the verses. This verses with him and Chris Brown. People keep banging on about. He basically, in a nutshell, so he was recently on the People's People Everyday podcast, and he basically said, "Listen, the only person I could do a verses with is myself. Mm. That's the only person I could do a verses with." Um, he said that his catalog is way too big for any artist to even take him on with that catalog. Um. So, yeah, and obviously recently as well, when Diddy did the whole, you know, his R&B dead, whatever, he did make it clear that he's the R&B king. So, yeah, so I don't think we're going to get a verse anyway. And I did report to you guys a couple of weeks ago that they're currently suing um, Trillian and them anyway. Yeah. But I know that apparently Diddy and Jermaine Dupree, is it? Yeah, Jermaine Dupree yeah. have got one coming up. So that will still be happening. But I think it would have been nice to see Usher and Chris Brown. Well, but been... not on a, like, not on a competing. Yeah, but they can't, Chris Brown can't compete with Usher. 
it, but I said, I said not on a competing thing because they make good songs. They made good songs together. Mm. Do you get what I mean? So I think it'd be really cool just to do a just entertain. Wait, people. how many songs they got together? Just one. Right? New flame. Yeah, that's it. Must have to make songs <laughs> together. They have one song. I don't. Is is that it? Yeah, that's it, man. New flame. Yeah, but that's a banger. Counts yeah. as five. It's a good song. <laughs> no, it's, it's a good song. <laughs> But um, I think it'd be a good thing to have, not as a competing. But obviously, I know versus is like twenty for twenty. But I just think it'd be good vibes to have. Who is a who is a, a partner for Chris Brown? Let's let's remove Usher for a second. I can't think. I'll be honest with you. I can't think of anybody because Chris Brown catalog is sick. Trey, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying Trey. Oh, Trey songs. No, no, Chris Brown's better. Chris Brown's way better. That's yeah. the washing. Forever, we don't really want to hear from Trey Song until the legal cases are cleared. <laughs> I'm waiting for all of that to clear, by the way, and then I'm going to come and do but it. I, I saw, that's I, what I'm waiting for. Well. Yeah. I, I saw an article. It's all mad. Well, I didn't read the article. I saw a headline. That, um, Trey Song was saying that some someone's being paid to paint him as a new R. Kelly. We saw the video mm. of this man pulling that woman's top and revealing her breast. Who paid then to who photoshopped that video? Who commissioned that video? I'm just reporting the news, people. That's oh, we know. We know. That's, all, that's all we do here. That's all we do here. But um, yeah, Trey Song's one has been a bit mad. Also, Kiki Palmer did a whole thing about his behavior when on Wendy Williams and everything. So, you know me, I, I was talking with a black woman and this told otherwise. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not with Trey Song. I'm against no. Trey. <laughs> <laughs> that that nigga, I... that nigga guilty. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, yeah, so I guess Usher doesn't want to necessarily do a versus. Um, I think it's, it would still be good to to do something. But yeah, but onto UK excellence. So Tom Mucci yesterday posted that he will be part of Apple TV's um, criminal crime, so crime thriller, which is called Criminal Record. Looks amazing. So basically, Criminal Record is a character-driven thriller set in the heart of contemporary London. An anonymous phone call draws two brilliant detectives into a confrontation confrontation over an old murder case. One, a young woman in the early stages of her career. The other, a well-connected man determined to protect his legacy. And from what I'm reading, he's got a really good part. So his um, character is going to be called Errol Mattis. And so the man at the heart of the historic murder investigation, Errol, is halfway through a 24-year prison sentence for murdering his partner. Since the trauma of this night, he has suffered memory loss and was convicted on a confession which he's since retracted. He thought he had turned his life around and then this happened. Is there a way back for Errol? I'm going to watch this. I think this is going to be really, really cool and really, really amazing. And I'm, I, I love anything Black, British. I don't know. Black Excellence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I absolutely love Black Excellence stuff. So congratulations to him on that gig. I know that production started and stuff, so I guess we'll get a date on that soon and I will report on that when I get the date. And my last bit, literally fresh off the press, like 30 minutes off Instagram because I stay working, okay? I hope you know that, Brent, when you're writing down my attendance. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, India has become a Boots ambassador. Okay. Well done, India. Well done, India. And I'm glad... Boots were not just talking and doing clickbait like some other brands. <laughs> PLT. Um, so she posted and she's posted a picture of her signing her contract and with some boots, you know, beauty stuff around her. And her caption says, can't believe I'm typing this right now, but I am insanely excited to announce that I am a Boots UK beauty ambassador. You guys know beauty is a huge passion and obsession of mine. So becoming a beauty ambassador for Boots is a dream come true. 
None of this will be possible without all your love and support. Nothing goes unnoticed and I love you all so much. Can't wait to get to work on this and share more with you over the next few months. Hashtag Boots X India. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm absolutely, this is very on brand. And this is what I wanted. I wanted people to get deals that look like them. Like Ekinsu's um, deal with Opoly fitting. India's deal with um, Boots fitting. What's her name? Tasha with eBay fitting. The other it, deals are not making much hmm. sense. Is it fitting? What, Tasha and eBay? Yeah. The way Tasha dresses is perfect. But eBay not really known for clothes. Yeah, but they're known for sustainability and she's actually sustaining the fashion. That's what it was on. <laughs> no, it's not. What is it? Just saying with love. I'm saying it's on brand for her. Like, this is great, great success. Congratulations, Tasha. I agree. Yes, but, you know, yeah. So I'm very, very, I'm very, very happy for India. I'm glad that she um got a deal. Because obviously, remember last week I talked about the whole PLT thing with Gemma mm-hmm. and how they did a whole, they did a whole poll, you know. The difference was stupid clear. Where they basically said, um, like for, you know, retweet for India and then like for Gemma or something. And India was on like five figures stats mm. and Gemma was on like four. Mm. But somehow Gemma's the one who got a PLT deal. But I'll be honest with you, I'm glad she got that because really and truly people would have dragged... Because with the thing of PLT, obviously people are dragged. It's fast fashion and it's a whole bunch of nonsense. So, the, she might the, dragged. The community are questioning you saying that Boots is fitting. They're like, how? How is it fitting? Because it's beauty. And India loves beauty stuff. When she was in there, her hair was slaying every day. Her makeup was banging every day. So, that's fitting. How can you know? What, what do you mean? How is it not fitting? Listen, it's beauty stuff. Beauty stuff, makeup. Um, yes, it makes sense. What did you guys want to see in? How about Wendy Williams' podcast? Oh, it's coming. What is that what you mean? Yeah, someone said, missed it. Did I miss it? Um, Last I saw about that, she just had a poster and she said it's coming soon. And I've uh, already reported that. Mm-hmm. She hasn't got a, a, a date yet. But I think what I will do is when she puts out a date, I will listen to the first episode. And I'll come here and give you the D-Lo on my mentor. We're being told that Fenty will be more fitting than Boots. Yeah, but you guys are eggs. Do you know your eggs? Because Fenty is sold in boots. So where do we get from <laughs> And if you look at the picture, Brent, did you put the picture up? Yes. You're pissing me off now. Zoom into the picture. Wait, wait, wait. There's Fenty lip glosses in did the you send me the picture. picture. Did you send me the picture? I thought you said you put it up. You asked me what? I said, okay. We were talking about um Jide. No, but I said and you Ari said Linux. it's been up. Um someone said dark and lovely would be better than boots. Okay, you're pissing me off now. This is this, wait, 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 this wait, what wait, you wait, was talking about. Wait. Someone Talk said, to them, Esther. Wait, wait. Someone said Palmer's Cocoa Bar would be more fitting. Now y'all are just taking it too far. I'm joking. That was the last what one. What money did they the, have? The last one was me. <laughs> 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 no, basically, this is why I said Boots is fitting because Boots sells beauty products. Boots has moved from like being that boring shop that sells just white people makeup to now housing like the biggest makeup brands in the store. So Fenty Beauty and also Fenty do like India. Because they posted a meme of her the other day, right? So we don't know what will happen on that on that end of stuff. But if you look in the picture, go on her Instagram. She has... Um, what's I think Bathroom Diaries called you an egg. Who's called me an egg? They said that, but it's a different brand. Fenty and Boots is a different brand. You egg. <sighs> they didn't say that. They did. They didn't. They just missed out you. Look, it's, so a, it's a typo. Look, read it. Yeah, but it's a different brand. Egg, LOL. They meant to say you egg, obviously. They didn't. Yusuf, it's, it's there. Bathroom Diaries. You're adding words into stuff. Yeah, but it's a different brand. Okay. Does okay, that make me, sense? Let me, let me tell you what it is, yeah. 
She's using your word against you. That's not right. She wrote to say you egg, obviously. I thought okay, she put L O R then. Fair enough, yeah. Collapse everything. Of course I will. <laughs> you, you, you this up. Yo, you guys are pissing me off. This word on my road, not our road, okay? Gosh. Fenty is stocked in boots. Like when it was going to come here, I even sat on that chair and I did a whole celebration dance. Koi celebrated with me. It's a massive deal that Fenty is being stocked in flipping boots. You guys are not, you guys are thinking too small. This is what Iman is talking about. This is part of the problem. <laughs> if she just signs with Fenty, that's one paycheck. If she signs with boots, there's multiple paychecks. You get me? She can do Fenty. She can do other products. You get me? Like, how are you not seeing this? It's on brand for the girl. I'm not even getting paid to do this. Everybody on it says you guys boots, think I'm on India's payroll. Boots are a pharmacy. They could also have a promotion fresh cream. And what's wrong with that? That's what we, it's part of women's reality. So, what are you looking for? You see nothing there. I'm looking for this. Look for my comments. Listen, boots is um, fitting. Fenty being there, he's, they're even laughing. Hey, the people agree with you. They're saying that, yeah, you're speaking, speaking fast. Yeah, you like it. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so boots make sense. In the picture, let me go again because clearly we're not. I don't the picture. This. Where's the picture? He's oh, on yes. Instagram. Iman, would you recommend... It's on Instagram. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Are you now going to give me somebody's Instagram? Someone I don't know personally, yes. Iman, would you recommend black people from Love Island turn down endorsements from white companies? No. No. Because they do this, they get the the money, they start your own company. There you go. No, no. Why are you putting things into his mouth? No, no, it's true. It's true. It's, no, it's, it's true, the, but that's not what you're going to say. No, because he might inspire me today. No, I don't have to say that necessarily, but that's true. That's another truth, truthful point. Okay, yeah. cool. And plus, also, remember, black you people... You say you can't speak for yourself. You don't think for yourself. You have to be wait, so wait, quick question, question. <laughs> Boots, Boots, a white-owned company, yeah. you know, slave owners, yeah? Oh, my God. They, they, oh. Hear me out. <laughs> they, they approach Esther. Esther, sorry. India. India with, a, with, Esther with a deal, right? Amen. Amen. Uh, but then a black brand. So give me a black, black owned, not Fenty. Give me a black owned. Um, You're kidding me here, not Fenty. Brand that's not on the level of boots. Oh, that's not. Yeah, that's low. That's the whole oh. thing. Okay, I'll Sleep. make one. Up. Oh, Black Opal. Black Opal. I don't know. Right, I think black, Opal black Opal approach Opal. India. Yeah. And boots. Ben approach Abdi, India. But the the boots deal is considerably higher. Yeah. Money wise, right? But if India endorses Black Opal, she could propel them. To new heights, like her backing could help the company skyrocket. Mm. Right? Mm. Would you recommend her take Black Opal for less money and potentially help the brand, mm-hmm. or take Boots for more money? Honestly, yeah. to do what she feels. No, oh, man. No, no. I, I tell Give you why. me an I'll answer. I'll tell you why. Because at the end of the day, like I said to you, yeah, personally, I don't feel like Black people should be made to f- like should be forced to do something. Right? Mm. If she's doing something for her own self interest. She can always use some of that excess money to help Black Opal. But she didn't do that. No, but you don't know. Yeah, but we don't know. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you're annoying. You don't know. We don't know. Yeah, but we don't, but we don't know, though. Yeah. You're, but even if she doesn't, even if she doesn't, and she uses that money maybe to start her own version of Black Opal, yeah. then you've got two companies now, two black businesses, before the only one. Again, you're, you're living on hope. Let's <laughs> 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 hope that they do good with the money. I hear you. Yeah. Oh, y'all are stressing me out. It's the most stressful word I've ever done. <laughs> All right, Brent, have you got a picture up? Yep. Okay, guys. So now let's study the picture because you guys want to do this this morning. There's three Fenty Beauty lip glosses right on her side. Different shades. Can we all see it? Yep. Yep. 
Okay, so Fenty's involved in the deal. But look how they've but look how they've minimalized the black man and just put boots in big lettering. But Fenty's a little thing on you didn't even notice it's Fenty. Because it's, I did. But the deals with boots. Anyone, if you know Fenty, as as soon as I peeped that lip gloss, I said yes. Yeah, you did because mm. you're in the know. Exactly. Know? So everyone should be in the know. I'm t- I'm the one in the know. I'm telling you now you're in the know. I'm not in the know. If I saw the picture, I'd have boots. But now you're in the know. Because now you know there's three and lip gloss. And now I've got to teach the next generation. <laughs> you're right. See, there you go. So I'm saying. Pro-black. <laughs> but no, yeah. So um, I guess we're working with boots, obviously she's more into beauty and stuff like that. They'll make, I'm sure they'll tailor it to be what, what it is that she wants to do. I don't think she'll be selling, you know, tampons and stuff. Unless she she desire to do that. There's a lot of money in that. Um, Yeah, I hope all everyone is happy. Class, are we happy? As in class, be in the comments. Too late, this is delayed. So let's move on to the next segment. Keep it general. <laughs> All right, people, welcome to the People's Journal, where I give you the news from an economics point of view. I'm so sorry. That's all right. Someone said they could have a doing campaigns for life treatment. <laughs> and also, someone said that they're, they're, they're pandering by putting Fenty there. It's, it's, just a, it's an empty gesture. No, it's not, because Fe- I told you guys, Fenty likes um, India. So the other day, they posted on the on the actual page, mm. and people started speculating that they might have a, um, they might something might happen, which I really think it will anyway, separately. Um, even if it's like, Lingerie or whatever it is, and obviously Rihanna stays working. Does Rihanna own Fenty outright? Um, no, I think she's got investors. I don't think it's why like... investors. Are? The People's Journal. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Listen, know. Let me not. Fenty say might this. not. Fenty might not be black owned. Fenty is definitely black. It's black owned. One hundred percent. Yeah, not one hundred percent. It's it's black owned enough. She makes up the majority what? to what yeah. call it black owned. Optics wise. Paperwork might say something different. Paperwork, well, she might own young 30%. Do you know what? I did this. I'm sorry, man. I shouldn't have read the last comment. I shouldn't have. <laughs> That's all right. See? <laughs> That's still people's journal. It's still economics. You know what? True. True. Mm-hmm. All right. So the first thing I want to talk about, it's very brief, uh, is basically Ryanair. And obviously, remember in the past, we spoke about, I don't know why I said in the past, but yeah. <laughs> it hasn't been that that long ago. Um, You know, all the... The nonsense that was surrounding all these um, airlines and, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. saying, cancellations, and yeah, all, stuff. all of that stuff. And basically, um, somebody was posing some questions to uh, Michael O'Leary, who's basically the owner, the boss mm-hmm. at um, Ryanair. And he was basically saying, listen, even though there's an economic downturn in this country, he still feels that Ryanair will thrive. Okay. So I, I bring this up just to say, just because obviously we have a recession looming and, and things of that nature, inflation is going to be sky high. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's still certain businesses where you, where you know people can invest their money and thrive. I mentioned yeah. this last week as well when I mentioned a few different um, industries where black people, people in general, but black people, that's my concern, um, can put their resources and actually recoup and, and earn some during this tough time. So anyway, so he was talking about basically how like, this is probably their biggest ever winter schedule to yeah. and from the UK. Imagine, like, since all the years they've been in existence, this is their biggest. So you can't necessarily think as though people don't have the money to do certain things that they really want to do. And number two, also that businesses and all businesses will basically die. So, yeah, um, he's saying they're still going to thrive. Uh, people are still going to fly during the recession. And um, even though, and, and basically, I guess it's, it's kind of testament to his to their business model. Yeah. A lot of people will not be flying to them type of destinations where it's going to cost thousands of pounds. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But the local ones. And that's where Ryanair obviously kind of thrives. So he's basically saying they're still going to do well. Um, Another thing is home office. 
basically it's emerged because of this whole asylum plan that Miss um, Priti Patel was trying to sort out. Um, this basically just a, a leak, a leak in, in in the money. Like I always say, right? This makes sense when I elaborate. Like I always say, whenever you got governments trying to do certain things for people, this is what what happens. Granted, the government has to do something about this. Yeah, I, I, I'm not saying that, but I'm just trying to say there's always going to be a waste in resources. The Home Office basically is paying a private company two million pounds, right, over six months, to charter boats and um, basically a crew to pick up people who are trying to cross over the the channel. It's pretty Patel in this. Because she's trying, she's trying to sort out the whole situation. We're trying to get them. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. And prior to that, I, I think you had um, like the Royal Navy and all that. Yeah. They were the ones who were trying to facilitate it and trying to get people picked up, um, you know, from their small boats and yeah. send them back or bring them to the UK and do the whole asylum plan and applications and things of that nature. But because of all of this, right, um, with all the tension that's basically involved in this, um, the Home Office, or well, at least they're saying they have to. They basically outsourced everything. And now um, they, they've agreed to pay um, a company called Aeolian um, almost £2 million just for six months. Just for six months. And this is what they have. They have three vessels. Two, again, I've never been on the shores, um, you know what I'm saying, looking at how difficult this task would be. But when, that, when I'm seeing that they've only got three vessels, <laughs> right, I'm thinking that for £2 million, this would be a much more elaborate, um, uh, what do you call it, plan. Yeah. But anyway, they've got three vessels and they're looking to basically work uh, 12-hour shifts, departing from Ramsgate in Kent and basically sailing to wherever there's reported sightings of uh, migrant vessels to basically collect all those migrants that have been found. You know what I'm saying? Um, the boats usually have space for 12 passengers and three crew members um, and they have to be able to accommodate a minimum of 100 migrants on deck. That's basically what they've been tasked to do. And for just six months, they're getting two million pounds. So again, even though it seems as though, me personally, I don't really want to put my opinion in this, right, too much. But even though it seems as though Priti Patel's doing a, you know, doing something that may seem bad to a lot of people in terms of trying to figure out some type of plan to get all these people who are trying to come to the UK illegally yeah. um, out of the UK or prevent them from even um, stepping onto UK shores, evidently something needs to be done. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because like I said before, you've got thousands of people coming, even from Albania, where the country is even thriving and doing decent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's a huge um, increase compared to the same time last year. But yeah, two million just seems quite steep to me. And the last thing is, it seems like Australia are taking certain things with regards to um, the internet and um, content that's on the internet very seriously. Um, Australia's e-safety commissioner is basically compelling Apple, Meta, which is, you know, Facebook, mm-hmm. um, Microsoft to basically uh, disclose their anti-abuse measures or they're going to be facing fines. So basically, if I'm not mistaken, they're giving them 28 days to basically um, re- identify and remove all child sexual exploitation materials or they're going to be fined $383,000 a day. So yeah, wow. they're, they're, they're taking it serious. And, and this, is the, this is the type of stuff you need. This, yeah. is, this is why governments should be in power. You know what I'm saying? Should, should be in place to, to, to obviously protect people, you know what I'm saying, where it really matters. Like yeah, we were talking absolutely. about earlier, mm. most of the things that we see is consumed by the internet TV. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So loads of people are going to be, you know, faced with this nonsense, this child abuse nonsense, man. 
So it's really good that um, they're making these big tech companies have to do something about it. Mm. Economics is everything. So if you hit them with the, um, um, at the pockets, then yeah, obviously, it yeah, it hurts, man. They'll be forced to do something about it. Exactly. So yeah, man, that's that's pretty much pretty much it for People's Journal today, man. Nice, nice. Let's get into Wellness Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> My stomach gets rumbling. It's not rumbling. <laughs> I keep looking around like, anyone hear that? So today, today's Wellness Wednesday. It's why I mentioned it being linked to um, what we spoke about earlier about slavery. Yeah. And basically, yesterday marked 222 years mm. of the betrayal of a great man by the name of Gabriel Prozer. Mm. Um, basically, he was a slave. He was a blacksmith, very talented. Yeah. You know, back back in the day, you know, like even in this country, yeah. there was a certain amount of um, honor and prestige given to the, the title of people who were stonemasons, for example, right? Yeah. Similar thing back in slavery times for blacksmiths. They believed like that these people were touched by Ogun, like the, mm-hmm. the god of um, iron, right? Yeah. Because they were able to mold and create things that, you know what I'm saying? People could only just imagine. And so Gabriel Prosser, he got to the point where he's like, look, this slavery thing's long. Guys, we need to do something about our condition. He was from Richmond, uh, Virginia. And funny enough, that particular town was basically, um, it was more, there was more black people in that town than there was white people. Yeah. And yeah, so he obviously um, trying to spark a, a revolt. Yeah. He got the people, him and his brother and a couple of people who were blacksmiths, they turned, um, they had um, these type of blades that were used for like, kind of like a, a cutlass, right? But it was shaped differently for actually um, cultivating certain things, right? And they turned that into proper like swords and they came equipped. These yeah. people were, were, were proper on it. The say? only thing that stopped him, and this is August, what is it, 31st? August 30th, 1800. The only thing that stopped him from actually being proactive, like I'm saying, not reacting to anything, being proactive, is that there was heavy rain. So he was like, you know what? This is going to kind of mess up our plan. Let's wait till the rain settles, subsides, and maybe tomorrow, a couple of days after, then we'll act and let's do our thing. Let's get it out of here. Right? Free our people. Whilst he um, stopped the plan, put it on hold for a bit, he had those scared Negroes, the ones who were all... Oh, I'm not too sure. Oh, maybe the white man's world is better. We need a white man for this, that, and the third. We went and betrayed him. 222 years ago, yesterday. And so they came, followed the plan, they caught him. And if I'm not mistaken, October 10th, 1800s, they killed him. So I mentioned all that just to, just to give him his props because a lot of what he did kind of got the idea of rebellions and revolts into into the minds of a great um, leader, namely um, Nat Turner. And so today's Wellness Wednesday is basically going to be quotes from three previous slaves, right, who obviously either fought um, physically for their freedom and for the liberation of black people, or they actually fought in a different way, you know what I'm saying, by education. And, and you know what I'm saying, like, you know. Um, yeah. So the first one is from Nat Turner, and his is... Good communication is the bridge between confusion and clarity. Good communication is the bridge between confusion and clarity. 
The second quote is from the great Jean-Jacques Dessalines. And he said, we have dared to be free. Let us dare to be so for ourselves and by ourselves. Let me say that again. By Jean-Jacques Dessalines. We have dared to be free. Let us dare to be so by ourselves and for ourselves. Self-reliance. And the last, um, the last um, quote is from another legend, the great Frederick Douglass. And this is what he said. He said, when I was a slave, I tried praying for three years. I prayed that God will emancipate me. But it was not till I prayed with my legs that I was emancipated. Mm. <laughs> I will say it one more time, people. Listen, I'm like, after you finish, I got to nah. Wait, wait, I got to take this off. <laughs> after you finish, I got to inform me about what's been going on. Oh, because, <laughs> yeah, out here, carry on, please, because you, you, you've been there trying to deliver I said, mm, the gospel. Don't you dare. And he's been ruining your thing the whole time. Can you imagine? It'd be, it be your own black You see, exactly. Man. There's always a Negro. Damn. <laughs> but I'm going to say it one more time. When I was a slave, I tried praying for three years. I prayed that God will emancipate me. But it was not till I prayed with my legs that I was emancipated. So those three quotes is basically, um, I think, three essential things that, you know, people need to kind of just better themselves in life, man. First one's about communication. Second one's about daring to dream and taking those risks. And the third about being proactive. You can pray all day. But if you don't do something about it, you're still going to be there. Fortune favors the brave, man. So, yeah. Yeah, okay, about that. So, yeah. <laughs> first of you all... You didn't even let that, that word land in. <laughs> first of all, the music was too loud. Uh, right. People said they couldn't hear you. First of all, the music was too loud. Brent, they were saying Brent's trolling, doing it on purpose to drown your voice out. Then he was like, we can't hear you, man. He's got to start again. People said, oh, this is funny. This is happening for comedic value. Da, da, da. The whole time you were speaking, people can't hear you. They you hear the music. And that story was very interesting. And they thought that he was doing it on purpose to, to you know... Terrible, terrible, terrible. Yeah. And Brent is out of order. Brent, would you, you want to speak to your crimes? Yeah, yeah. Email, did you have headphones on? What'd you say? Did you have headphones on? Yeah. Could you hear the mix? Yeah. You could hear your voice and the music, right? Yeah. Yeah. I had headphones yeah, on. I could hear both. Obviously, yeah. yeah, but I was assuming that they're hearing something different. Because I, don't know, I don't know why. Why they? Because to me, it was fine. Do you know what's funny though? But the comments are saying it's too loud. Someone said it. They thought they had other tabs open. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, where's the music coming from? It's us. And when let me take you on a trip. Oh man. Fact, well, Brent is. Do you know what Brent is extra cheeky as well? Yeah. So someone asked about SPF in the comments. Yeah. The lovely babes didn't just said um, Esther's got the deets because SPF mm. queen. And then I went in there and I said, I put the links of my main two in the community. You gotta sign up to the community if you want to get details from me. <laughs> <laughs> Community.thenewblack.com, right? Mm -hmm. I said I put the details in the community. I put in the TDA backstage, because again, you've got to sign up for the real things. Okay. Bren is out here talking about the eggs in the comments, people. Get her. Who's the who's the egg, Bren? <laughs> I put it in And then What's he up? said, yeah, she should be listening to. Obviously, I'm putting the links in the in the chat. Mm. He goes, I should be listening to Dr. Umar speak. That's you, by the way. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, man. The, um, Ebony Onyx's great, great, great grandpa is uh, Nat Turner. Serious? Yeah. Stop it. See what I'm saying? Small world. See what I'm saying? Legend. She, she, she's inviting us to a wedding, no? Yes. Mm. I thought I was... Well, well, she said it. Ebony Onyx, do you mean it? Because I'll turn up in my nice suit again, you know? Listen. Mm -hmm. Iman was any excuse to get content for Instagram. So. <laughs> Pictures, 
saying they didn't hear a thing. So about, That's so what I'm saying. No wellness this Wednesday as I didn't hear a thing. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know if it was necessarily accurate, to be honest, but I'll check back on the recording. Oh, yeah. As well. But I think right from the beginning, it was low, so I've toned it down. But obviously, because it's delayed, but I guess turn it after yeah. about an hour. Mm. She, said, she said that way for free to come. But we need details. We need date. We need location. I need, invitation. <laughs> I need invitation. I want to RSVP, yes. I want, mm-hmm. the, I want to feel like a full guest. And will there be um, vegan? Okay, you asked it too much. <laughs> <laughs> I need to lunch. know where to eat before I come in it. Vegan impact lunch. Where's Ebony Onyx from? Uh, West Indies, I think. Oh. Where's her partner from? Just tell us. Um, he's from... <laughs> he's from Sweden. Oh, is he? He's white, yeah. Okay. 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 Shout out to Ebony. I'm just thinking of the food that's going to be there. I can eat. She's, no, he's got jungle fever. She's got jungle fever. They've got jungle fever. Sure We're in love. <laughs> <laughs> stupid shows. He's in I'm sick of your <laughs> you're, you're, Oh, invited. It's revoked. Oh, was, was I being racist? Listen. No, no, I'm just saying you're not invited. You were just being. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what you were being. There ain't nothing wrong with jungle fever. All right. <laughs> Well, um, okay. <laughs> As you guys know, we have um daily segments. So if you would like to write in, or sorry, message, yeah, message in, write in, send voice notes for asking for a friend, says what would you do, or just uh, just to you know say something to us, you can do that to zero. You can send your stuff, your content, into zero seven five six four eight four one zero seven three. We'll also be in the description box. If you're more of an email kind of babe, you can do that. Send that into TDA submissions at thenewblack.com. Do let us know what it's for. Is it for sis? What would you do? Is it for us if you're a friend? Is it off, you know, something else we've said before in a previous show? But you don't even have to do that for previous shows because all you have to do is join the community mm-hmm. and you get, you can do the TDA instant reaction, which is right after we finish the show. So that's it. Yeah. Also, just wanted to say, uh, just for the benefit of um, Ebony Onyx. Yes. <laughs> Her husband to be is not Swedish. <laughs> Is he not? I saw it there, but I was going to let the lie run. (laughs) Where's the thing is, even though she's um, corrected it in the chat, I just thought for the benefit of the recording. Yeah, (laughs) you know what I'm saying. Let me help her out. Yeah, because you know what is it? The senior listeners are so like full of Vimeo that she she would just say something in the comments one day, and like first of all, you got a white man. Shut up. So I'm glad we. Thank you, Iman. Yeah, he's from Guyana. Yes, he's Guyanese. Guyanese. All right, the food's gonna be nice. That's why I get from that. Yep, I'm vegan. Well, I don't know about that. All right, let's get into <laughs> our last headlines for the day. <laughs> uh, DJ. Louis <laughs> was. All right. So, next headline is about Shamima Begum. Mm. So, it's emerged that Shamima Begum and her two teenage friends were smuggled into Syria by a spy working for Canada. Um, before Justin Trudeau's, that's the president um, of Canada, um, conspired with the UK, apparently, allegedly, to cover up its its role. Uh, the so-called jihadi bride was stripped of her British citizenship in 2019 after she fled Britain four years earlier to join the Islamic State. Fresh revelations claim the now 23-year-old was trafficked into the Middle East by a double agent on the payroll of both IS, Islamic State, and Canadian intelligence. Both officials, sorry, but officials in um, Ottawa are then said to have kept quiet, even as Scotland Yard ran a huge international search for Begum and her friends Amira Abbas and Khadiza Sultana, according to the secret history of the Five Eyes. Five Eyes is an intelligent sharing, um, 
alliance formalized during the Cold War between the UK, the US, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. The book, which I just mentioned, is called The Secret History of the Five Eyes um, by a journalist by the name of Richard Kerbage, alleges that Canada finally admitted its involvement in the plot as bosses feared becoming exposed, then also managed to convince Britain to cover up its role. In response to the claims, calls have been made for an inquiry into what the police and intelligence services knew about Canada's activities. So, yeah. So, if this was, um, if this was a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Trafficked. They should review her case then, about her stay. No. When was she stateless? Would you say that that was a black woman? Nope. I like that. I think no, but now that to be fair, now that there's context of that, of the fact that she was trafficked, because the way I saw it was just a, t- a girl who had GCSEs coming up, didn't want to do her GCSEs, and thought I'm rather good Syria, <sighs> and was very ignorant and silly. Why are you breathing heavy? Well, there's a white woman in the comments. Oh, is it? Nice. What's it gonna do anything? Black people, we're universal people, man. Come on, no, come she's, spamming. Actually, she's spamming, yeah. man. You're more than welcome. No, she's, she's spamming. spamming. She's spamming. But that's why I said. What's she talking about? I looked at the emoji and I was like, what's this? She she's putting up better icons. Maybe our friend can read it. She's Swedish. This guy. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. But yeah, so, yeah. Jamie, so, because that was my idea. My, that's what I thought she did. She just got up one day and thought, oh, I'm a bit bored. I, he, he just gave me that entitled kid who mm. didn't understand the realities of what was going on in the. I mean, even at that age, I knew what was going on in certain countries. Do you get what I mean? And so she mm. got up and left. And I think when they said, you know, you can't come back. At first, I was like, nah, because I don't trust her. That's how one day I'm running my business, next thing a bomb goes off. I don't need that stress. And what if she's a plant? But then, when I thought about how they made her stateless so quickly, and people were like, yeah, make her stateless, and look at the, how that's... I saw that as, yeah, they're going to use this mm. to make anybody stateless at any point. And look at what's happened with the whole, like, with the Windrush stuff and blah, blah. Like, mm. It's like any excuse to do this. So when people were really rallying... Mm. With the government saying yes, don't allow her back in. Yeah, I said this is gonna have a negative effect where they're gonna. Yes, we know what this case is for, mm-hmm. but in the future they're gonna manipulate the law to a point where they're able to just make anybody and everybody stateless whenever they feel like it. Do you get what I mean? It's a bit different though. We but she was she... traffic now. No, but you see, I think it's it's the wording, right? There's more to it. I think. Yeah. I, I've not read the book, um, so I don't know enough at all. Yeah. But um. I still feel as though she was still being herself. She still wanted to go over there. She still was um, radicalized. She still wanted to be part of these bloody ISP. Yeah. This time the third. There was just somebody who helped facilitate it. It just so happened to be he was part of Canada's intelligence as well. I don't think he was the one who necessarily came and said, yo, yeah. do this, that, and a third. You know what I'm saying? What's so special about her? She was just one of those that was exposed to it, just like other yeah. people were. And he just was somebody that, you know, facilitated it. Maybe because he thought, you know what? We need to get some intelligence about those Syrians, the IS guys in Syria, um, this, that, and that. I, I don't know. Like mm-hmm. I said, I've not read a book. But I don't think it, it like, lets her off the hook at all. Mm. You know what I'm saying? How old was she again? Which in 13 or something like that? I think she was 15. 15, wasn't it? 15. 15 yeah. That's still young, man. Yeah. At 15, I had no desire to go and start I bomb, about bomb, bombing up people, you know what I'm saying? So definitely not. And that's why I feel like it's it was a it was a matter of privilege for her to even think to to think to do that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. Because honestly the way they made this girl stateless yeah and they actually had the public's the public's backing with it. Yeah. And then now the ripple effect of that one thing they did of 
now it doesn't sound so outlandish and now it's it's happening in a place where it could happen to anybody now at this point. You could commit a crime mm-hmm. and they could say that, oh, we find you a threat, a dangerous society. So go back to where you came from, even though you've lived here all your life. And but not, I don't know, man. But they've not even they've not done that for people in um in this country who who have been like terrorists, who were who were born here. So they just put them in prison. I don't, they can't. Do yeah, but that. they didn't do that for them. But the wind, people who came with Windrush, yeah, who had to help you the country, they did that to them. Yeah, but the, the circumstances was different though. Like with, with with these people, these terrorists, extremists, and stuff, right? There's people in prison right now from different parts of the UK who were radicalized here or were doing a lot of the radicalizing. Yeah, they've not they've not attempted to take away their nationality and things like that. They just put them in prison. And I'm saying her is because if effectively, if I'm not mistaken, she's left the country. And kind of renounce where she's from. Yes, she's um, she was young, she was underage, but she's gone over there to want to be part of that. Saying, "I'm no longer part of this. I'm not part of this, and I I want to help the destruction of that that I was once part of." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's different. You've left the country too. I get it, but I'll be honest with you. I just think that was a kid. I think that was a kid, and I think that was a kid who I don't think she understood how serious what she was doing was. And I think when she got there. Because she's trigger warning. I'm so sorry, trigger warning. Mm-hmm. But she's been assaulted. She's been, she was made a child. She was a wife. She's had children that she's had to watch die. Like she's she's dealt with all of that stuff. I don't think that. I think there's stuff that they can put in place to make sure that it's safe enough to be here. That even if she's here, mm-hmm. it's not going to be a danger and a risk to the public. That's that's using up all our money, our resources for that. Bollocks. We use our money for worse shit. You just reported on it. Yeah, where's the, the twenty we, million that using for six months? What was that again? Two million. Two million. I agree with you. So I, I don't think just, that's what's going to bring the cameras back. Yeah, but we shouldn't just keep wasting money because we're not wasting money. It's just, it's just the one girl we know about. I don't. It think... could be more. You know what I'm saying? So I, I I think it sets a message to say, fifteen year olds out there who are thinking about this bollocks, <laughs> think twice. I don't think it does that. <laughs> Right. Imani does not do that in any shape or form. Right. I think if you have people that that went there as grown ass adults and then yeah. try to come back, that's a different conversation. This was a child that went there, mm. and and then life happened and she's trying to come back. I think it's a very very different circumstance. I think I think even if they do that, I think it's going to open the floodgates for all terrorists that. I don't, I don't think wanna, open the exactly. So I don't, but I also don't think that this is what's going to break the taxpayers' back. My, my my money is being used for dumb stuff. Yeah, I, I agree with you, but I, I just don't want. To continue wasting money on that stuff, but it's personally. inevitable. You don't have no, you have the power over that. Yeah, money being wasted. Yeah, but if they ask me and I'm voting, I'm not. You know what I'm saying? I'm not like the thing is. I just find it hard to empathize with her. You, know you, you think you're that? Because, because if I'm 15, I don't think I'm doing that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but and then, if I'm 15 and it's happened to me, I would understand why you don't want to see me again. Personally, that's just me. I would yeah, understand. you understand, but. That doesn't mean that you wouldn't still want people to see you. No, I, I, I would want to come back, but I would understand if you don't. You know what I'm saying? I, you, I, you wouldn't hear from me again. I would just be like, I get it. I get you're it. You're from a place of privilege. Because maybe, your life is not, under, is not under attack. So it's easy for you to say that you will not. He's been groomed before. She's what? He's been groomed before. Trigger alert. <laughs> <laughs> and it, you know what we need to do? I need, I'm going to speak to Danielle. We need to have a course day. <laughs> For real. On trigger warnings, because y'all are embarrassing me. Who, me? Not you. You did it. Me? No, but just Brent, right? I, 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 what? <laughs> me as well. what I do? Yes. I, I just said. When? Sometimes you, he last can week. relate because he's been groomed before. Yeah, which is triggering. Can, last week, yeah, you said something gruesome. Did I? Then you said trigger warning at the end of the sentence. Oh, yeah, that was a mistake. That only happens like once every, you know what I'm saying? How many shows have we had? I know. You said, <laughs> <laughs> 
Nothing we've determined. I'm learning, guys. Ah, oh, see. Okay, but fair enough, man. Poor girl, anyway. I mm. hope. I don't know where is she even at the moment because she's. Jesus knows, man. Anyway. Look, Pakistan didn't want to take her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, man. It's just well, jokes. It's just jokes. It says something. <laughs> Anyway, so I um, thought that said something. I thought, I thought that headline said something, girl. <laughs> Without the eye, I said, "Damn, where's that?" The Which second one? headline. The word I thought it said. I thought there was no eye in there. Oh, in the third word, <laughs> I said, "Well, damn." Oh, yeah. wow! That would be mad. That, that would be mad. I'm not even gonna say it. Wasn't read it out. <laughs> Definitely not. I don't think you should. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's, nah, it's, say it, man. You said your coffee is. Yusuf, what's you know going what on saying? today? It's is funny it, though. Is it one off? It, it has, because I yeah? don't know what's going on. Tell the people. I'm going to say it with context. Okay. So the headline is let me just make sure the mic's on me. No more trains to Disneyland Paris. Esther okay. just said that she looked at it and thought it said no more trans to Disneyland Paris. Wow. And I was going to say that's absolutely disgusting. Yeah, yes. that's, that's what Esther said. That's what Esther thought. Esther. <laughs> Sorry? Wow. We would, we would have flogged them because we are not for this. Yes, get yeah. the camera off TV. you, by the way, Brett. Yeah. No, <laughs> zoom in on her. Just, just to clarify, this is what Esther thought. This is where her, her, her mind went. I'm just oh, reporting man. the news. I was going to say, this is disgusting news. Mm-hmm. Foolishness, man. Exactly. <laughs> so no more trains to Disneyland Paris. Eurostar is expected to suspend its direct train service between London and Disneyland Paris. The company said the route will be axed from the 5th of June next year for the duration of the summer. It said the decision was taken to focus on core routes as it recovered from the pandemic and monitored plans for new European Union entry and exit rules. Eurostar said it would revisit options for 2024 next year. Direct trains between uh, London St. Pancras International and Mont de Vale as a station next to Disneyland Paris to the east of the French capital takes two hours and 24 minutes. The suspension of the service means passengers will now have to change at Paris or Lille. The route has operated since 1996, though it stopped for a time at the height of COVID restrictions. Um, Eurostar services may not stop also in Kent before 2025, so there's quite a few changes um, to Eurostar's service. New rules for visitors to the EU are due to come into force by the end of May of next year. The system will mean travellers from outside the bloc must have their fingerprints scanned and photographed taken instead of having their passport manually stamped. A Eurostar spokeswoman said, whilst we continue to recover financially from the pandemic and monitor developments in the proposed EU entry-exit system, we need to focus on our core routes to ensure we can continue to provide a high level of service and experience that our customers rightfully expect. This decision applies from the 5th of June 2023 and as tickets are not yet on sale beyond the state, existing customer bookings will not be affected. And that is your last headline, guys. I've never actually been on a Eurostar. I think I've been on it once. Where did you go? To Disneyland. Okay. It's like when I was mad young, though. Was it okay? Yes, I don't remember much. You said, have you been on a Eurostar? No. Is it any to Paris? It doesn't, is it? It's like the uh, yeah, I think so. Or Belgium. Something yeah. like that. Okay. Not plan a trip. Mm. All right. Well, that is it from us. Let's get into our outro. Also, Brent, I see what you, I saw what you did there. Whilst Iman was reading, the camera was not on Iman the whole time. 
Don't appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Trying to set me up. Don't act that you don't know what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Anyways, thank you guys for um joining us on this lovely show. We had our live crew. Shout out to our live crew. If you would be like like to watch the show live as well, join the community, community.thenewblack.com. And when you join the community, you can sign up for TDA for the day after backstage access. And that's where you actually get the link to watch us live every single day. You can't do one without the other. You've got to sign up to the community and then get into the backstage area. Um, yeah, so thank you guys for tuning in. We really appreciate you. Follow us on all our social media platforms, The Day After TNB, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Like, share our videos, do all that great stuff. If you would like to send voice notes and text messages in, you can do that to send that into 075-6484-1073. Do you have anything to tell them about the community today? Um, not really, just I'll reiterate what I said earlier. Once you join the community, it's separate to joining the backstage area for the day after. Yeah. So once you join the community and you're part of the new black community, it's, it's clear and all of that beautiful stuff. On the left-hand side, the top left, there's three horizontal lines. That's the menu button. Hit that menu button, go down to shows. When you go down to shows, you're going to see the day after. And you're going to see the rotations as well. But the day after, click into that. And that's where you're going to basically have access to the link and everything to do with the day after. It's got a chat in there. It's got topics in there. It's got, um, what's the thing that you said? Instant reactions. It's got yes. Everything to do with the day after is going to be in that section. It won't necessarily be in the in the new black community um, section, right? Because remember, all the we're going to have like tons of different shows, different things, projects coming out under the new black. So they'll be found in different areas. So for the day after specifically, go to the show section. And also, you may not be able to, well, at the moment, it's looking like no one's able to sign up via the app. So please do it online, community.thenewblack.com. And then you can go back into the app and everything should work as normal. And yes, yeah, somebody asking, was this made public? Yes, it was. Again, we are doing that so that everybody can know that, one, we are going live in the community and in the TDA backstage access. It's going to be like that for the rest of this week and next week. Once it is that um, uh, at the top of the show, we literally hammer this in people's head. There is no live access after the free month is done. Y'all got to pay, pay. And when is the free month done? Actually, you don't tell them that. No, don't tell them. You sign up and find out. I, I believe that each time it is, is sign up, the particular free month begins. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. when our free month ends and your free month ends, is different. That's going to be next week. <laughs> you don't even know. Understand the YouTube video and the Spotify, the full video is going to be um, dropping every single week there at 7 p.m. for yes. those who don't um, feel as though there's value behind the paywall. Again, things are literally coming down the pipeline. Mm-hmm. You guys are going to see very, very soon. But yeah, man. if it is that y'all don't want to be part of the intimate family, that's fine. You can still get the YouTube and the Spotify every single weekday at 7 p.m. Nice. Yes. All right. Well, if you would like to inquire about the show or feature on the show, email the team at the day after at thenewblack.com. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So the email again is the day after at thenewblack.com. You guys know this by now. Black is over an X. Mm-hmm. Don't do A's around it. And yeah, we're out. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Finally. Not, we're going to do 
finally more of our platform. Yeah, um, I've been getting quite a few emails um, from representatives of individuals wanting to come on as guests. Please continue sending them in. We'll start scheduling you in. Nice. Yep. You tell us this, but nice. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Bye. Peace.